Welcome to episode 84 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with my family. Uh, beside me, we got fresh new cut, new hair, new JB, and the first one, first arrival, Mr. Jalen. Yeah, man. It's a blessing just to be here. Diagonal, we got also on time for the first time in maybe two months. Got Mr. Johnny Mars. I've been away from the pod for two weeks, so I guess I got to be on time. You've been away. Thanks for having me back. For sure, for sure. Also, Diagonal, we got my cousin, Mr. DeMond. You know that boy on me. Oh, I can't hear that boy. What you said? Always here, man. You know the deal. Always here. And last but not least, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Gentlemen, hey, how you guys doing, man? How you doing? How y'all guys doing, man? Less than highly favorite. Mm-hmm. Let him, you know, one day. How you two. doing, sir? I'm well. Two. I'm well. I need a cut. I look like Jimmy Butler in the bubble. <laughs> Nah, you look like um, what's your boy from San Antonio before he cut it off? Oh, Lonnie Walker. Yeah. If you ever seen Nutty Professor Dave Chappelle and Nutty Professor, that's what Bruce looked like when he took the hat off. Yeah. Y'all may be too young for that. Eddie Murphy. Y'all boys went outside, man. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> so before we start, I want to say um. Got some uh, sad news in the NFL fantasy football department. I did not make the playoffs in our league with Demond, Jalen, and uh, Cut. Uh, just four and nine, too many injuries. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> acquired. He got injured. Michael Thomas, suspension plus fighting. Traded to Sean Watson and Will Fuller. Just uh, overall, and Terry McLaurin. So overall turmoil from on my end. And, but next season, we will come back stronger, and we will win the fantasy championship. Terrible genius name. So, we did it every year, bro. I don't worry. I'm bouncing back. I'm always bouncing. Whenever I hit the ground, I always bounce back. Shout out, Dane. So, we strap. It is the second straight year that you missed the playoffs. It is. Uh, oh, wait. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it just, I it was just. just I didn't know this was a reoccurring thing. <laughs> it's, it's a pattern right now. We got to break it. We got to have long discussions in the GM office about what, what went wrong yeah. with the team this season. What went wrong with the team this season? Step into my office. I can teach you how to be a GM. Stop. <laughs> you won and done this week. You better chill out. Crazy. See, I, I have the best record out of everyone in the league right now. That's on this pod. Yeah, and way to clarify that. Way to clarify that. Uh, Cut, how you guys feeling, man? You, you, you snuck into the playoffs, man. How you feeling? I always felt like I was gonna make it, and I feel like I can make noise when I when I'm in there. So, <sighs> just a matter of first um, round exit. Nah, I feel like I can make noise, and not not who I'm playing. I'll not Jace off. So, and last but not least, uh, Demond, you lost the uh, the coveted number one spot in your division. How you feeling, man? Hundred and ten percent well, Fuller's fault. Don't want to hear nothing else. That's <laughs> <laughs> suspension. We were sitting number one after winning four games straight and now we have lost back-to-back. Lost the division lead aka $50. But we are third. We have a matchup this week with your pops. Not really too worried. Justin Herbert will get back on track against the Falcons. Got Keenan Allen. Got Diggs versus the Steelers. Chris Carson getting a full workload. So 
we're going to see what I can make shake, man. But, hey, man, it's 110% Will Fuller's fault if I don't win the championship this year. PDs, man. P-E-Ds. <laughs> <laughs> Got to work that waiver wire, brother. <laughs> Before, all right. We're gonna, let's get started. Let's get started. <laughs> we're going to start with basketball. This is this dumb promptu topic I had. So Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets were fined twenty five thousand by the NBA today due to them violating their media policy while playing Rainbow Six Siege with Cut and Demond. We were discussing it over while we was losing in ranked, I might add, but that's neither here nor there. So I just want you guys thoughts on athletes versus the media because it feels like some athletes feel like and other fans of athletes feel like they shouldn't have to uh, speak to the media. They, their job is to play basketball and hoop and just win, win their team some games, but also on the media side of things, they got to tell the story. It's in their contract. They have to be there and stuff like that. So how you guys feeling? And where do you think it will end for this Kyrie not speaking to the media? I'll start with Jalen because he said he is here to pod. Well, I think this ends today, seeing that uh, that fine is pretty hefty. Um, what I would say, bro, I feel like the media and the players need each other. You said it well, like the media presents it to the fans. You know what I'm saying? And when I first saw it, I was like, man, all athletes should do this because a lot of times, like, athletes will say something and it'll get misconstrued or however you want to shake it. But honestly, I think in regards to just Kyrie, I think Kyrie should just refrain from just talking bro like every time he say something it's just like bad when they said oh I need another piece when he came out and was like oh we need another piece and it was like bro just relax like you throwing your teammates under the bus and everything you say rubs people the wrong way so I feel like Kyrie just really I don't know if he need media training all over again or I, I don't know but in regards to like players with the media both need each other and I believe that both sides can get better at different things like how the media shapes and cuts like the narratives that are just untrue sometimes like that's wrong but players also do need to be held accountable for stuff they say that is crazy like the earth's flat like that is why (laughs) even if you put that in a little clip it's just like Kyrie what are you even talking about but <laughs> I love Kyrie, man. Like, I think he's a really smart dude, but I think he gets caught up in saying just dumb stuff. Like, honestly, do you think but, this is exclusive to Kyrie, or because I feel like I, th- I feel like there's a lot of players that say some dumb stuff to the media, but Kyrie, yes. but Kyrie, since he's a <clears throat> like he's a star or superstar to some, uh, he gets the flat because that because his stature in the league. Yeah, he's going to get the flat because of the stature of his stature in the league. I mean, he's the vice president of basketball operations behind CP. So it's like, not basketball operations, but you know what I mean. But he's the VP, Players Union. He's the VP. So everything he says is going to hold weight. Like if CP out here saying dumb stuff, they're going to be looking at CP like he crazy too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like he has to understand his position. And I don't think he fully does. And I don't think he cares to understand his position either. How you, how, what you think about it, John? Uh, Kyrie versus the media. Or athletes versus the media. Kyrie can't take on the media unless he's in another organization of playing basketball. Like, the NBA is about media, about entertainment, about critics, comments. Like, that's what the industry is. 
So for Kyrie, one of the biggest stars in the game to, you know, decline that option to speak and provide topics of conversation, it is going to be harmful to the NBA's ability to create revenue. Um, more so, Kyrie himself understands that. I mean, he's a 10-year pro. You understand that this is in your contract. You have agents. You know that you have to speak to the media. So for him to even try to, like, do this, then it, it sends a message to, like, how he feels about the media, no doubt. But he obviously cannot continue to do this for the remaining of the season because, like they said, they are going to continue to find him if he isn't compliant. It might be suspensions. It might be banned from the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's going to go – you know what I'm saying? It could be that. If he's doing the most with the media, then it could be, okay, like, you're not going to follow and comply to the NBA's policies. There's no way you can, you know, be a part of this organization. And that could just be sending a message from the NBA to the rest of the players, like, you have to communicate with the media. So I don't think banned, but I get what you're saying. Like it's the, it's going they're going to increase the amount of the fines. Possibly, I see what you're saying there. Oh, yeah, well, we can get fined a hundred k. Rap. Demond, you ready? You ready to fire off them cannons, boy? I already see it. The floor is yours, my brother. Some fine. Yeah, so I won't get fined. <laughs> That's it. Some what I gotta say. We already have expressed how the media likes to twist things and everything like that. Besides, with my boy, I haven't really got too much to say. So, y'all got it. Y'all going to continue to hate on him no matter what he do. Kyrie's just going to come out and hoop this year, and that's all I want to see. Everything else is irrelevant for me. So, whatever they, whatever they decide to do. Is it hating or is it telling the truth? As long as Kyrie is, is able to put his art on the floor, that's all I care about. <laughs> so, so you did you think they? T- oh, you got it, Jalen. You got it. Take my role. You got it. Do you think they uh, took him out of context when he said the Earth was flat? I mean, and it's just it's just so easy to see how gullible people are. Like Kyrie really thinks the Earth is flat. He's so dumb. See, like I, he ho- he has everybody in the palm of his <clears> hand about what he wants to say. And people, he Kyrie say. Well, damn, bro, it's kind of chilly out here today. Look at this man, cold. He ain't, like that's how people treat Kyrie, bro. It is what yeah. it is. Bro. You know He's what I wish? I wish we would hear about Kyrie in the media for better reasons, like winning MVP. No, I wish. Or, you I know wish, what I'm saying? Wish, like being the Finals MVP. Hear about the? I wish we hear more about Kyrie what he does in the media by donating to these charities and giving mask out, 30k mask to the uh in Brooklyn and trucks and stuff, but we don't hear about all that. They want to talk about how Kyrie said the earth is flat and how he does this and that and the third and hate on them. And the LeBron quote, who cares? That was years ago. Well, the, we, the, well, we, we know right. Kyrie's a good Who's guy the on? off the floor. Okay. We know he's a good guy off the floor. Okay. So, uh, my turn. Your, yeah, you shared your opinions on uh, the Rainbow Stream. Shout out to Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, you still stand on it. Do you feel you should speak to the media? Uh, if if he don't want to speak to the media, that's his 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 right to choose that. But it's at the end of the day, it's a job, and I think that's what everybody keeps like ignoring. It's a job. When you get a job, they put in your contract all the stuff they want you to do and all your obligations. So teachers can't say, "I'm not going to no faculty meeting. I don't want to do that. I signed up to teach." Uh, any sport. I mean media matters it's a billion dollar industry it's not just the on the court they got to sell jerseys they got to make commercials they got to do this they got to do that so 
when you sign that contract, it's not just basketball with no gimmicks. It's basketball plus the fame, plus the media, plus the attention, plus the, you know what I'm saying? You can't, nobody else can pick, get a job and just be like, oh, I don't feel like doing that because I didn't sign up to do that. That's not how it works. But the only difference is his job is so great. He made so much money off it and he got endorsements off of it that he can pay his way out of not do us uh, not doing stuff that he don't want to do. So keep cutting the checks. And if the Nets won't keep cutting the checks, keep cutting the checks. That's on y'all. But yeah, I think I that's find they, too. I think that's the issue is they find the, uh, the Brooklyn organization too. So I think they're gonna tell him you don't you you have to speak to him, but you don't have to say nothing like substantial, like what Marshawn Lynch did. Right. Super Bowl. I think I'm it's here, so I won't get fined. Would you say, John? I think it's um they more have to like be available to the press. Yeah, I think it's so funny that he said this now after LeBron finally came out and said he hurt his feelings. It's like why'd you pick <clears> to take, why'd you pick to do this now? LeBron he did was that on, before LeBron. LeBron was on the podcast. I think it was with Matt Barnes and them. No, he did that uh, before. He did that before. No, it was um road tripping. Yeah, it was before LeBron. Road tripping podcast. But he did that before. Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two weeks ago he yeah. said that. Like a week okay, ago. Okay, okay. But they just started finding him this week. That's why I came yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's just. I guess he, they misconstrue what he say, but they do that anyway. So how, how about you just don't say nothing like that? You just don't say nothing. Yes. You don't answer that question. My two ways to dodge questions. Did he, I, I mean he he's 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 with Nike. He's he's with all. Is he he not clutch? What is he? Who's he with? Rock Nation. I, I forgot who he's under, but they I'm got media training. Yeah. My only issue with it is I feel uh, like there's a disconnect with the media and athletes. And I feel, because I were seeing it now with all these athletes coming out with podcasting and things like that. I just feel as if the media is going to lose their ability to storytell due to the athletes not being cool with the media. I think athletes are going to control the narr- control their own narrative while the media is going to be like the odd man out. And there's, there's pros and cons to the athletes controlling their own narratives. It's just like the media's job is to be objective. And if the athletes are controlling their own narrative, then they're not going to be objective about their play. Well, the, media, that- the media isn't objective when all they do is hate on a certain player, when all they do is throw. But, but oh, it's so funny how. The, well, talk to us. It's so funny how yeah. the Rosers continuously switch. Like the media hates on Kyrie and it's, oh, Kyrie deserves that. Kyrie, every time he opens his mouth. But then when the media throws Russell Westbrook under the bus, oh, it's unwarranted. Why do they talk about him like that? The media has their own agenda of who they want to prop up on the stool and who they don't. But based off y'all preferences, it's okay who gets treated like that. That's how I view it. It's well, I, I think Westbrook I, getting slander is some of it is uh, necessary by the style of play. It's just they, they when they, when you I feel as if when you play bad, I should be able to tell you playing like. You playing bad, and but, if you playing good. You play. I tell you, play good. Exactly, and all the slander that Kyrie has gotten. You can't talk bad about Kyrie play. People aren't slandering Kyrie. <clears throat> They're slandering him about um, him as a. Person. They are slandering his play. I talk bad about his play sometimes. They're saying he's, he's like, not they're, good. They're saying he's Kyrie's... hard to work with, like uh, with James Harden. That's like that's the narrative that's coming out of there. He's he can't handle with other star teammates. What you saying, Jalen? Every team he has been on, he's made worse. And when he's absent on that team, they've played better. Who? Look at it. When he was out this year and he missed however many games, they started winning. The Nets played, the Nets were winning. The Nets were playing better. Same thing with the Celtics. When Kyrie went out of the lineup, coaching. the Celtics did? Coach got fired because of Kevin Durant. Yeah. 
Kenny Atkinson, they he mutually separated from the next organization back in like because he probably because he probably couldn't deal with. Nah, KD said KD. They said KD didn't want him. They, he did. He didn't want him as a coach. I mean, uh, that's, that's a report that came playing by that time either. I mean, it was what to be honest, like you said, they weren't playing by that time. You said Kyrie wasn't playing by that time. Oh, honestly, bro, I just can't wait for this Brooklyn experiment to be exactly what I think it's gonna be. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I think the experiment's gonna work out well if Kyrie just keeps his ego out of it and just plays basketball. I think I mean, nobody's nobody is saying Kyrie's this as a basketball player. He's not a number one option. He's a bona fide number two option. He's an all star. We all know that. At the same token, Burr can really get himself in trouble with the stuff he says. And you come, okay. We all plan on a basketball team, and you come out and say, "Oh, we we're a piece away. We need, we need another piece." You telling the guys around you that they not enough. The guys that go to battle with you in practice day in and day out, and then you go on a podcast and say, "Yeah, I've until now, until I got on this Brooklyn Nets team, I can never look down the line and see a guy that can take the shot and make the shot." When Brian has literally done that time in and time out. Oh, uh, that's a look great thing. Chicago, Chicago, Minnesota. You can name it. You all these, all these times you didn't seen Brian hit buzzer beaters when they really needed it. Like, come on, bro. And, and Brian ain't never want to see that man do nothing but shine. And that's a great segue. Uh, LeBron said he was he was hurt by Kyrie's comments about <clears throat> him saying he was gonna play with a with a player who can make shots late in games. And I and I my first uh, impression of it was. <laughs> What is LeBron talking about? Why is he? Why does he care if they beat me? <laughs> like, bro, who cares? <laughs> he just answered the question honestly. He was like, bro, he I did really hurt my feelings. LeBron took the high roll. I ain't like that. He should have. He should have took a shot. <laughs> he should have really <laughs> told. Bro about not forever. He has media training though. He's never gonna say the wrong thing to me. But he kind of addressed it though. Remember when they asked him I'm about? I'm quote John. Remember when they asked him about why AD and him gel so well? It's because mm-hmm. there was no jealousy. Kyrie has a jealous streak, bro. I'm telling you, if there's a guy on the team that he feels is better than him, like trying to sun him tight, like he don't like that. So I don't get how him and KD gonna get along because KD is KD is clearly the better player. <laughs> right. That's why I don't think it's gonna work. But it's I think that's because it's his homie. But KD does have a habit of letting people that's not better than him outplay him or like giving them the green light over him. I got you, John. The partial quote is, I was like, damn, the whole time while I was there, I only wanted to see him be an MVP of our league. It kind of hurt me a little bit. Hey, well, I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie <laughs> has dealt with some traumatic things, as I'm sure Max. most players has. Uh, so you never know what someone's personal experience can make them believe about other people that they come into contact with. Nevertheless, though, as far as the Brooklyn Nets experiment goes, I mean, it is going to boil down to, I think they have a system, a system in place that's going to work. That boils down, not just from the players, but the coaches as well. John Locke, who had the Nets team clicking on all cylinders at the end of the year, is coming back to coach that offense with uh, your boy, Mike D'Antoni, coaching the defense, Steve Nash, basically, like facilitating it's only not coaching no defense he don't call call no he does not call defense because he doesn't they don't play it d'antonio is there to help steve nash with offense yeah i'm i don't know how that backwards but 
I might have it backwards. John Locke is offense, and I think Mike D'Antoni is defense. Mike D'Antoni is not. Yeah, D'Antoni's defense, John. I, what? I just said that. I mean offense. I mean offense. I mean offense. Antonio's offense. He's not defense. The Rockets literally played no defense. They just shot the ball. I, they, I thought they played better defense in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> one game. But, the Thunder. Well, regardless though, I, I mean, we're a good team. Don't Brooklyn. They're like again. I, and I was listening to Jalen and Jacoby podcast earlier. They, you know, KD said he's going to play the four and the five. Like that's going to be his position throughout the year. And they were speaking basically. Jalen said, you know, in the Eastern Conference, what bigs. I'm gonna bang with KD. Like you got Joel Embiid, Bam, Adebayo. Okay, that's it. But Giannis, Giannis, bro, you telling me which bigs are gonna like, like dominate KD in the post? Andre Drummond, Andre, yeah, and the KD Cavs aren't gonna win games. Y'all, y'all give me players, but I'm talking about players. What bigs are gonna bang with him? We name yeah. five. What bigs are gonna bang with him and make an impact for your team? Okay, you're gonna get your thirty, but your team's gonna lose. Can like he guard that. Clint Capella on the block? Can't guard none of them. A, I mean, that could be another team that we got to see. But like, you think the Nets are gonna, the Nets could lose to the Hawks this year? Lake inside on KD is a mismatch. That's that's not gonna work uh, defensively, dog. Offensively, yeah. he's going to yeah. everyone. He's going to mess over the center or whoever's going to end up on him or end up on yeah. the switch, but defensively, but no. Defensively, no. Absolutely not. The fives and the fours and, and the east. I saw a tweet. Somebody was like, y'all had like KD didn't play rim protector in Golden State, and I was just like so baffled. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> protector. We need to get him on the podcast. You can't really get cooked by any like decent guard that can dribble. KD is not a perimeter defender. Just he just long, so yeah. he can stretch KD out. KD can't. Back KD's last few years as a defender, you know what I'm saying? As a defender, perimeter, he can about him defense. against uh people that are smaller than him is he can let them blow by him and still get the block. Exactly, yeah. you know, unless they're crafty like Kyrie. But that's and I said, dude, wait, he weigh like one eighty five and he's seven foot. Like he little, small as hell. No way. And I assume he's still got next one to the championship, Mister Demar. I can't hear you. Bro, what are you I'm doing? Yeah, I can't hear what you're saying. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> what? No comment. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Bro. It's a podcast. He on his Jace. He said he's keeping it quiet on his Jace. So. Don't play until Sunday. I'll be watching. Another, uh, another uh, shot back. Was uh, Doc Rivers' response to Paul George? We talked about it last week how Paul George went on all the Smoke podcasts and said uh, Coach Doc Rivers wasn't making adjustments. He had me. What he what said he had him as the Ray Allen role. He had me in the Ray Allen role, which is not true. <laughs> Doc Rivers responded to Paul George says, "I think everybody needs to take ownership." That was the oh, major bro. quote from it. Paul George line on national <laughs> on a national platform talking about. Are you serious? Doc Rivers play him in the Ray Allen role. <laughs> if I was, are you if, me? If I, are you <laughs> me? He lying like that. No cap. No, I'm sorry, bro. You edit this out. Paul George need his ass whooped. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Paul George need his ass whooped, bro. Lying like that on TV. Come on, he had him in the what? Come on, dog. Yeah, stop trying, Doc. But you were saying, that's disrespectful, John? bro. That's disrespectful. Right. He tried, Doc, bro. Seriously, bro. If I was Doc Rivers, I would have said, 
Boy, you could never be Ray Allen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in the side of the backboard. Come on, but Ray ain't never did that. <laughs> I mean, the no, the boy, he said he had me in a Ray Allen role, and I could do it, but that's not my game. I was like, what? Wow. That is I could do it. He was like, I could do it. Bro, everybody would drag Paul George, bro, and his $190 million extension, because this is extremely out of pocket. Oh, wait, oh, I was like, I think everybody can take ownership, which is a grown man response. It's everybody's fault. It is, but Paul George's play was terrible. Like, I don't understand that there's hold no hold excuse. Hold on, hold on. What were you talking about? Paul George. Paul yes, George. Paul George. Uh, I want to say uh, shout out to Paul George getting that extension. We love a no. finesse over here, my boys. We love a finesse. <laughs> so I'm going to say shout out to Paul George. Well, I do agree with Doc Rivers. Everybody should take accountability. <clears throat> Um, I'm still surprised that you do grow about it. That's the only grown man way to go about it. Is everybody take accountability. I just think we're not giving Kawhi Leonard enough. Uh, blame. nobody's mentioning he's getting game. he's Hold getting on. no blame at all. He played bad the game seven before then, he was literally carrying them. Not no one else orders. was stepping up, but not no, 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 no. let's talk about how he can't he couldn't. Them, them uh, load managements came back to haunt him. I, I yeah, he's not, no legs. I he could not, he's not, bro. He should be a so, certain conversations. This isn't so, something that should his name shouldn't be in it in the blame. Conversation. But no, but who? Who can't Why? get blamed? The greats take ownership, but blame is a different thing. Two different words. So wait, think, you don't think Kawhi deserves any blame? I think as a he leader, accountability for not winning if you don't happen to win. I don't think you should say I blame myself, or I don't think anyone should blame Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. I think because he is. One of the elites in the league, he is immune. Like, no, 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 he's not immune. First of all, he's not, a, he's not one of the elite. I don't, I, I think people get confused by that Toronto championship and they really be gassing this man. That's another thing people don't want to talk about. The reason mm. he got that championship is because KD got hurt. That's the only reason he got that championship. And Clay. I didn't even want the Warriors to win. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was like, KD hurt. Oh, the, the Raptors gonna win this. He but honestly, he was never gonna win that championship. The one he got with, the Spurs, people like to gas him for that. Talk about what he did to LeBron. LeBron numbers were still amazing. Some better than some people winning numbers. So Tim Duncan is somebody that people don't mention. Tony Parker is somebody that people forget to mention. <laughs> about that Manu Ginobili. He and Manu. He has really never carried a team to win a championship. So I don't know where they, people thought he could carry Paul George and the Clippers to win a championship because he doesn't never have to carry. And he's a low management guy. Plus, on top of that, he got to take the blame because they were up 3-1. And last time a team was the team was up 3-1, they killed the Warriors. And then the team before that that was up 3-1 was the Thunder against the Warriors, in which KD left to go join the Warriors, and everybody killed KD and Russ. So, yes, he deserves some blame for getting blowing a 3-1 lead to the Nikola Jokic uh, Nuggets. What's the pause about? Why are everybody making faces? Uh, this man like picks six. Yeah, he picks six to do it off the uh, <laughs> off the ground. Like to touch down by contact. Or to yeah, the it was an, it was amazing. He's literally game. That's why I said, "Oh my god." I and a Johnson yeah. answer responding to you. I think uh, this is like to the like a national media sense. I don't think you would do this, but <laughs> if that was LeBron that blew a three-one lead, regardless of how bad uh, AD would have played. They would, they would, the media would be on LeBron's head. How he cock he blow a 3 1 lead? Exactly. This is your goat. And I, and I, Going 3 1 leads. 
I think the thing like, about Kawhi Leonard, though, the thing about Kawhi Leonard is, like, entering a league, he was, like Derek said, like, low management, low maintenance, low expectations. No one thought he'd probably grow to this stature of a player that he is. And that, you know, y'all might not think he's elite, but how most NBA fans, critics, and other personnel, how they call him elite, like, LeBron coming into the league, oh, this is the number one play. Like, this is going to be the next Jordan. This is going to be the, like, like the Messiah, like the basketball god. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so much hype around him. So, of course, if you don't win, it's like, oh, no, I thought you was the guy. Like, you supposed to be a guy. But with Kawhi Leonard, is like there's none of that expectations around him. It's just he a regular dude who happens to play really well defensively and can score a little bit, which makes him that threat. But it's like he doesn't have all of that hype around him. So I don't think he's going to get the, you know, that much criticism because it's not expected him, I don't know, in that sense, if that makes sense. But LeBron is like, oh, you you supposed to be doing this, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But Kawhi, Kawhi is a top 10 player now. If you're a top 10 player on a contender, I don't care who you is, you're supposed to, you're supposed to win. <laughs> Russ and Harden, supposed, they supposed to get there. This is a failure on their part. If you're in the top 10 in the NBA, you're in a contender, and your team falls short, I feel like you should be you should be given the blame. And also, let me say one thing. Please do not mention Kawhi Leonard's name in the same sentence as LeBron James ever again. Please. Mm. Never. Mm. Never. Just, stop it. Yeah, After what we just saw in the bubble, got to stop that. Got you, JB. I think JB got my um my topics in his hand because we shipped gears to the Houston Rockets and that James Harden drama going on. Uh, so last week we talked about Westbrook being traded to the Washington for John Wall in the pick, and now with the NBA starting up again, training camp and all, James Harden was not was a no show at Houston Rockets practice. Uh, spotted in Atlanta with little baby gifting him watches and and racks out the going on a whole uh, tour around the U.S. with Meek Mill and everybody not showing up at practice. Get the honey buns. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, and he um <clears throat> he eventually did show up to get COVID tested, and they say you got to have multiple tests before you could have team workouts. How do you uh, how you guys think? Like, what do you guys think with Harden? He obviously wants to get traded, but he I don't. don't feel, I don't. I feel he's not handling it the right way, especially with Steven Silas, a minority coach who's trying to get his name. Trying to get other minority coaches in the head coaching position as well. He's not like he's not he's making it hard for uh Silas. So how you think how how you guys think Harden is handling this whole uh get me out of here campaign? Uh Derek. All right. Um I think he's doing it how people have done it before. It's just, you know, it's gonna be highlighted because of the where he's been. Like if he wasn't on the scene, it'd be, it'd be like, okay, he's just a no-show. You know, he don't want to be here. But it's the fact that he's been on pictures with Lil Baby and pictures with Meek Mill in the social media era that is going to get bad. Yeah, it's going to be gassing it. However, I mean, if the man don't want to be there, he's, he has obligations in his contract to be there. So they can, you know, he could be miserable <laughs> there, but he, he got to play it. Or they could just find the best find the best bidder. I, I'd open, I'd be like, oh yeah, he on the block. Yeah. Let's talk about it. If y'all don't offer what I like, he'll still be here because we got he got two years left. That boy ain't got no leverage. Got two more. Well, he got like two, three more years on left on that deal. Yeah. Houston can say, deal with it. If you don't want to play, we're gonna find you. And I think that's a it's leaving a bad taste in John Wall and Boogie's mouth a little bit too. Cause it's like dang, bro. It's, 
it's crazy because those pieces complement him <laughs> even more. You got to think about it. Who, when you look at that team, who's the clear cut number one option? Harden. Harden. It's no doubt about it. When you when he had Harden, when he had Russ there, you couldn't really tell who was really the best player on the team. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, you could be like, okay, like, yeah, Harden. Harden's the better, better shooter, da, 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 da. But sometimes he wasn't the best player. At best player-wise, like, yeah. Russ looked like the best player at before, times. Before From, COVID hit last season, Russ Yes, was, he was looking like the best player towards the end of the season. And I was like, yo, I don't know if this is going to work because Harden got an ego. We all know this. You know what I'm saying? All great players have an ego to some sense. That Even Brian does. Thunder, the Thunder really going to always regret letting him leave. Yeah. I they mean, Sam Presti. They had a little team, boy. Yeah, Sam Presti is like, I don't know how I feel about him. He's like, he fixing great his, GM. He's writing his own time with all these picks, but the fact that you had Katie Harden and Russ, exactly. at that time, on those type of deals, they weren't even on big deals for real. Exactly. John but, Wallen, man, I... I John? said John Wall and James Harden are friends, so I think, you know, they under... I, I think John Wall is sympathetic. Like, he's like, all right, bro, like, you have been in Houston much like I was just in Washington. I mean, I, I get it. You <laughs> stay in a place, you know, that you've been in for a while. You want to grow. You want to go. Time is running out. I get it. I do think y'all are right, though. Like, this team is built to complement him, which I think that's what mm-hmm. the general management has been trying to do, which we all as fans are like, we think it's there. I think if they were to go and try to compete, I, don't, I mean, I don't think I'll win a championship personally. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But and I think Harden might realize that. He's like, dang, even if I do stay, I, we probably won't win a championship. But I, I will say, oh, my bad. I, mean, I will say this, though. Silas did help create, because the Dallas Mavericks had the best offense in NBA history, him and Luka. Because Harden and Luka, I think they play very similar. They do. So, so I think, because uh, Silas helped build that highest scoring offense in NBA history. So he's trying to bring that to Houston. But with Harden not there, it's like, how can I? How can I like, do this if like you, you're making it hard for him? Lucas games. Oh, never mind. Let me not say this on the podcast. Lucas game is a little. I feel like he's just a little bit more efficient than Harden, though, bro. Like he takes less shots and he passes better. He is more. Like, efficient. I feel like the stuff he does actually matters in the game. Like some of that stuff Harden do is like okay, empty buckets, empty assists. But like when Luca makes plays, it's plays to keep them in the game. Harden's better inside it though. I will say that. With with Harden, most of his assists are to the same people. I think Luca, like he spreads the ball out, like he understands placement on a court mm-hmm. and he utilizes like the assets of his, you know, to help his team win. So I get what you're saying. I think that's part of why they were able to get that high offensive rating. Harden is not that type. I mean, he's a playmaker, but he ain't that type of playmaker like Luca. So it would be kind of hard for them to create, I think, a higher offensive rating um, or the same type. Like the Dallas Mavericks last year. He's a ball stopper, bro. That's the issue. He needs to change his game completely. You're not going to win a championship. Okay, you're going to win a lot of games by dribbling the ball out of the air. I mean, yeah. But, bro, you got to pass the ball, get others involved. It's nothing like, bro, when you're the best player and you get your teammates involved and they got 17, 18, and you know you can go out for a smooth 35 when you want to. But that's how you was feeling was hooping. Hey man, I ain't, ain't want to say it, but you know, <laughs> you know I ain't want to say it too long, home, but you know, I like to think I can score when I want to, but I like to get my peoples involved. But Harden's play style just isn't conducive to winning, just like how 
Russ's play style isn't conducive to winning. You two ball dominant. This is why you see so much success with the Steph Curry's, like people who can play off ball or on ball. You have to be versatile. LeBron can play on ball, off ball. That's championship basketball, bro. It takes a team and Harden too selfish. That's the problem. He's too selfish. And even if he goes, let's say he gets his wish and goes to Brooklyn, that ain't gonna work. Wanna know why? He updated his trade list. Um, it's Milwaukee, Miami, Philly, Brooklyn. The Brooklyn one unlikely because there was a report that said Houston wants KD or Kyrie. The so Philly one would be yeah. so. He's well, not now they have John Wall and Boogie, and Ben wouldn't fit it. <clears> but if this was before they got John Wall for us, and Ben went there and they could have flipped Russ for somebody else, if the, the Rockets building around Ben doesn't sound bad at all. Don't no. sounds mm-hmm. great actually because he's not really that much of a selfish player. Right, he gonna feed but, but I don't know how it works. I don't know at this point now that Russ is gone. I don't know who you could bring in for Harden that'll like, unless it's a shooter like John Wall. Because now John Wall has to be your point if you can get rid of Harden for sure. John Wall gonna be the ball, person bringing the ball up and you know running the floor. Wait, what you mean? That's what I'm saying. What? You said Wall has to be the point now. Like <laughs> Wall's not gonna be the point if Harden's there. He's not. He's not, he's not gonna have the ball like that. He's gonna be the point, but he's not gonna have the ball. He should he should play. You have to play off the ball. Harden not playing off the ball. That's what I'm saying. That with he Harden, can play off the ball. He may, he may play off the ball. John Wall can play off the ball. Russ really couldn't. So that's the that's the W of that trade for them. But if Harden leaves, then now John Wall has to be on ball, and you need to bring in somebody that can be off ball. Bringing in Ben Simmons wouldn't make sense with John Wall. They they Russ, you know, Russ can play off ball. Russ, you can give him Russ you can, can give him some ball, backdoor cups. This narrative that he can't shoot really. He can't. You know, not that well. Like, not well. You no, know I'm saying like I get. Don't get me wrong. I like Russ. I'm not even a Russ hater. I just think Russ needs the ball in his hand to be effective on a basketball game. Yes, but you gotta understand. Off the strength, ball, you're not looking for Russ to spot up and shoot threes, bro. Say you strength are. and weaknesses. Who guarding Russ off the dribble? No one. No one can guard Russ off but the dribble. The way the Why would I settle offense, for? You have to be able to shoot when he passes you the ball. Not drive. Yeah, that's that's the that's the old system. That's what I'm saying. We don't know what this new system is gonna look like. Right, that's true. And I so wanna know I wanna know how Russ is gonna play with Bill because last year Bill was kind of like when he went on went off for 50 back to back games, like he, he was had the green light. Get the ball in his hand. Like he was, you know, he he had the ball in his hand. He was making plays. And I feel like now with Russ coming in, I feel like his <laughs> production might take a step backwards because he's not gonna have a ball in his hand. He can play off the ball. He's a shooting guard. Bill can play off the ball. That boy can shoot. That's what him and John Wall used to do. That's what I. I didn't say. I didn't say he's not gonna be effective. I definitely gonna be effective. His numbers will drop. He won't average thirty again. But he he was only he was jacking. If you know, bro. Way Bradley Bill used to act, bro. He literally used to be like, "Oh, it's just me." Like that's how he used to act. How do you? How? how I'm gonna keep it a bean. All star if he regresses. Now we can't expect him to get all star if if he didn't get all star anyway when he was. He got a. Yeah, the one. I think I was snub. And he, yeah, he was snub. And, and I'm saying, games after that, he put the NBA on notice and was like, oh, snap, he was snub. Which means, like, next All-Star, oh, okay, Bradley Bill, like, we know what happened last year. We can try to get him. <clears throat> the way the NBA sets it up, shooting guards going to take the, the brunt. They're not going to really get in because most of the people that's going are point guard because that's, they have the ball in their hand. The reason Bradley oh. Bill didn't make it because they weren't winning. They were outside. Cause I, exactly. I do think if they're, like, come All-Star break, if they're, like, the sixth or seventh seed, but – his points are like 24, 23, not like, wow, he'll get into the 
uh, all-star game because they're winning. Like, you've proven that you can win now. Like, you just can't just can't be all about stats and most yeah, points. Yeah, because people like Devin Booker didn't make it. At the time, the Suns' record was terrible. But he ended up making it because Chris Paul got hurt, which is ironic because not – Oh, damn. All-star games are never about who's the best player getting into the game. It's we about who's going, the most We ain't popular. going back to that. Bro, but I think, no, I was just saying I was just making a point. I think I um Sorry. I think Bill can th- I think the Wizards gonna thrive off this uh Bill and uh oh, yeah. together. I don't Bro. you know Bill numbers might go down a little bit, but they're gonna win some games and they're gonna beat a lot of teams and they're gonna they gonna Russ gonna play defense and John Wall played defense too, but he wasn't there. So it's like you ain't they didn't even have John Wall these last two seasons for real. So now that's what they was missing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um and Scott Brooks and Russ is a <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. They Make went sure to the finals together, bro. Facts. Make sure y'all boys here next week. Uh, next week, we're going to be predu- uh, predicting the NBA playoff picture for the West and the East. But this week, we're going to do our uh, NBA awards predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, we're going to start with the best award, the most valuable player award. Who do you guys have winning that award? I'm going to start. <laughs> and I'm going to say it's going to that boy, Luka Doncic. I yep. think – He's he's uh, in a position to win MVP. Tremendous numbers. If he gets the uh, the Mavericks to the um, top four seed for sure, I think he wins MVP while averaging a triple double. And they're gonna they're gonna make it big for him like they similar to Russ. It's just the difference because he can shoot and make beautiful plays. So I do have Luka Doncic winning it. I would like to put in the race. I agree. I, I do agree. I think it's gonna be Luka, but my my dark horse, Anthony Davis, finally gets his MVP. Maybe okay. He has a chance to finally get his MVP. Long overdue. And it's like, it, it's low-key long overdue, but it's like his time is just, just passing, passing away. Who won MVP this year? I just forgot. That quote. Giannis. Giannis, yep. <laughs> Demond, who you got uh, winning the most valuable player? Player? I think Dane. Mm. I think Dane probably, this year I got Dane taking that man off for best point guard. <laughs> and I think... I said it uh, when we were doing our picks. I said I got the Blazers to the Western Conference Finals. I think they would beat the Clippers in a series. I've seen them beat the Nuggets before. I've seen I, – I like them over Utah. Any other team besides the Lakers in the West, I would take the Blazers, especially with the addition of Covington and uh, the backcourt of uh, Dame and CJ So and Melo. So I'm going to take the Blazers uh, out the – Western in the Western Conference Finals, and I'm gonna take Dame as MVP. All right, Mr. Johnny Mars, who is your MVP candidate for this 72 game season? Um, it's a lot of good players in the league, and uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to be somebody different. You know, like we say, dark horse, right? So obviously, we know that we're gonna be announcing LeBron as like the MVP. But I, I do hope that it's – I do hope that it's Trey Young. That sounds crazy. But Trey Young is a top 10 in assist type of point guard, top 10 in scoring type of point guard. This team just added super crazy good free agents. And now they're at it looking at a chance of being a top five, top six seed in the East. If he takes them to the fourth, then he could be looking at, like, perhaps MVP type, you know, a season. I mean, he's already developing as a trending superstar. And Rose was the youngest MVP in league history. So it's not impossible for, and he still is. So it's not impossible for someone like Trey Young, who is, I think, turning, what, 21, 22 this year, like, to be the youngest league point guard um, in NBA history. So we just have to see how that plays out and if the Hawks do what the roster says that they can do, which is make the offs. Got you. And Mr. JB, 
Are you still riding your Steph Curry for MVP campaign? No. Um, I have a guy um, that's a tremendous talent that just got a guy that's going to really help him get better this season. Um, I'm going to go with Devin Booker, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, Devin Booker just needed a guy to make him make his workload easier. He averaged about 26 and a half points per game last season. I see Devin Booker really stepping up this year, averaging somewhere between 28 to 30, um, probably even higher than that, playing with CP, easier buckets. The spacing of the floor will be more uh, efficient for him. And also, bro, I got the Suns probably finishing as maybe a top three seed this year. And you got to look at the way they were playing on them, underneath Monty Williams. Monty had them boys going 8-0 in the bubble. In the bubble now. Like, it's hard to win games in the bubble. You got to understand. <laughs> bubble like, is new. How you going to say something hard is to do something and it just occurred? It just happened. It's also hard to win games in a bubble. This is the first year they ever did a bubble. But <laughs> what I'm saying about? is you can you can understand it's hard. But when you used to have all that, when you got all that money, bro, and you got all that freedom and people telling you you can't leave your room, you can't go past this, or you got to quarantine for 14 days, that's tough. No games about any fans, that's tough. And honestly, the MVP of the bubble, the guy who was playing the best out of the entire bubble, was Devin Booker at one point. It's just it's he just got, a fact. He got the bubble award. They gave it to him. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not far-fetched. I think that Devin Booker and the Suns are going to do something that pe- a lot of people really didn't see them doing this year. Because they used to give a lot of teams a run for their money last year but nobody was really paying attention to them. They started off the season hot, and then towards the middle, they kind of dwindled off. And I think that's just because they got a young team. But now if you bring – man, you got CP in there, bro. I'm a CP believer now. I'm a CP believer now, bro. After what he did with OKC, I'm a CP believer. And I got to give the man credit. He makes people better, bro. He can mold young talent. And I'm telling you, look at Devin Booker, bro. A guy that come in, a walking 26 and a half, jobs easier. You know what I'm saying? He can easily average 30. Easily. Mm. Got Just you, saying. JV. I got you, JV. Uh, we shift gears to defensive player of the year. I guess we keep it in the same order, same circle. I go first. I think they finally give it to Anthony Davis this year. I think he should have won it last season. And they gave it to Giannis. And I think AD uh, – I think when this season first starts, he won't be after it as much, trying to low, get his legs back, rest after they just won in October. But I think after <laughs> mid-January, I think he'll be ready, locking low, blocking shots off the backboard, steals, nasty. I like down. that option as well. I don't know. And I, they did MVP and DPOY for Giannis, right? Yep. I, mm-hmm. I think it's less likely for AD, so I'm going to just switch it up and go with Drew Holiday as my DPOY this mm-hmm. year in, in Milwaukee. I think now that he's with Giannis and now that the games are televised and now that people gotta gotta see him, they gotta see him. Like people really only start watching the Pelicans because of Drew. I mean, because of uh, Zion last year, but now that they gotta watch him with Giannis with the MVP, they gonna see Drew. Drew gonna have people point guards uh and having fits. DeMond. All right, John. Nah, it's DeMond, DeMond, DeMond. Uh, I'm going to take AD as well. I think he gets what he should have got this year. Um, I just think the Lakers are more centered around him defensively, being able to come up with a stop. 
especially late in games, they won't be able to uh, – like this is the year I think AD has to step more into that five role with no Dwight, no JaVale. Um, Marcus Gasol is a good addition for them, but for them to win another championship, he'll have to play the five. And um, majority of his success will need to come on the defensive end. Uh, we know how great he is on the offensive end. I just think he will have to affect more and I don't think he will have a problem doing so. So I got him taking DPOY. Gotcha. Johnny Mars. No doubt. Um, Anthony Davis is a nice candidate to go with on this. So is Drew. However, I am going to go Ben Simmons, who was number one in steals uh, last year. And I believe that had he not been injured and gotten a chance to you know, show more of his defensive prowess in the playoffs, that he probably would have been um, announced potentially as a defensive player of the year. Um, I just think that the other candidates like Anthony Davis, like we know he's good at, you know, on a defensive side, but when you see Ben Simmons, when Ben Simmons comes back next year, it's going to be a legit difference on that team. And everyone's going to see that difference and critics and those who, you know, have the votes are going to see that difference and say, wow, especially with the acquisition of Doc Rivers, it just seems like they're going to be so much more, better of a team, so much more composed and disciplined that I don't see Ben Simmons getting worse. I only actually see him getting better. So my take is Ben Simmons, defensive player of the year. And last but not least, Jalen. Fresh off of a contract extension, I would say Bam Adebayo. Oh, God. Bias. Bias. I mean, it's not really so biased. He finished second in defensive rating behind Steven Adams last year, which is quite surprising. But I think he takes that next step and becomes more of a floor general on the defensive end, um, rim protecting. He's versatile. He can guard out on the wing. Um, I think you'll see him average a tad bit more steals this year. I think he's going to take more pride on, the, on his perimeter defense. And also, you'll see an uptick in his blocks. And also, man, I just think that his play style is going to be conducive to winning. Um, we got to look at it like this, like Bam's ultimately going to be our best player. Um, and I think he'll take that step this year and he'll lead by being on a, being a force on the defensive end, bro. Honestly. Gotcha, bud. I think Jimmy's uh, still your best defensive. I mean, still your best player. Best. Yeah. Best all around. Yeah. Best all around for sure. Gotcha. Jimmy's our best all around player for sure. We go Should to, be uh, top 10. I don't know what ESPN doing with them rankings. We go six man of the year. Uh, I start first. Uh, I got Norman Powell from the Raptors. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to show Ooh. out when, when no Serge Ibaka, Fred Van Fleet resigned. So he's, he's destined to be uh, the starting shooting guard with Cal Lowry. I got Norman Powell off the bench to provide a consistent spark to this Raptors team, to their pursuit to the NBA Finals. What do he play, the two? Yeah, two or three. Um, I'm he might start. Um, I now OG start at small four. I personally think it is it's gonna be the same three people at the top of that running list again, but I hope um I hope this time it's actually one of them in a the Laker uniform <laughs> instead of the Clipper uniform. Uh so Dennis sort of comes off the bench like I want him to, but he's saying he wanna start. I don't think he should start, but if he starts, then it'll be Montrez. But if Dennis comes off the bench like he should with Kuzma and um and company, matter of fact. Kuzma should take a step forward this year, but I can't. I gotta wait. I gotta see. But Kuzma's a dark horse for me. But I'm gonna go with um Dennis Schroeder off the bench, and if not, Montrez off the bench with the Lakers. All right, uh, John. 
Yeah, you know, also agree. It's it's gonna be someone wearing purple and gold. Uh, <laughs> it's is either Montrezl or or uh, or Dennis. All right, Jalen. Not gonna lie, I uh, I can't. I'm searching in my brain. I want to say Drogic, but there ain't no way like Dennis and Montrez gonna let that slide. <laughs> so I really gotta ride with them boys unbiasedly. But just know my bias is saying Warren Drogic for sure. <clears throat> Got you. Uh, most improved player. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. tough. I'm leaning towards somebody. Uh. An Atlanta Hawks. Hawks player. I like Cam Reddish. I'll say that. I think he'll improve. I know they just acquired uh, Bogdanovich, um, Guy Lenari, so it's his attempts may be limited, but I think he's the re- – if, if he develops into the player, I think he should be, and that's like consistently scoring like 18 a night. Uh, I think the Hawks can – the playoffs are not about a question if he uh, performs like that. So I got Cam Reddish for MIP. Give me, mm. I want to say Zion. That's the bias in me. I think his numbers should go up with no load management this year. I think Zion should be, Zion numbers should be elite this year without the with the reins off of him. So actually, I want to go Zion, but something deep down is telling me, I don't think John Morant is going to be a candidate for it because he's rookie of the year. But I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is also somebody that people should watch this year because he got hurt towards the end last year with uh, the Grizzlies. He could take a big step. But actually, I'm going to stay Zion. I, I can see Zion, Zion can have it. Zion can average a good good 25 this year if he yeah. uh, playing the whole game. Come on now, buddy. <laughs> Johnny? Uh, let me just preface this by saying the Thunder are going to be extremely horrible this year, like the worst team in the NBA. But Shea, uh, yeah. But Shea. But Shea. We'll probably have a great season. They go average um, like 30. Shea, he, he, Shea, might, no, like, he might average like like 28, bro, 27. They might average 30 and 10. Literally. Because I'm looking at their roster, bro. I'm like, <laughs> where's the scoring coming from? I don't I don't know. Like, Al Horford, Al Horford high pick and roll with, with <laughs> like, I don't know who is on their team. Like they don't have scores. <laughs> like there's no one on this team. Like, I don't even know how they plan on competing. Lou Dort, uh Shea. Um bro, there's nobody. <laughs> Al Horford, Al Horford, Darius, ba- uh, Darius Baisley should take uh, a leap Trevor. Forward. Trevor Rees is still there, but they might buy him out his contract. Darius Baisley should take a leap forward. Trevor Rees will not. Be. Nice. Trevor Rees will not in that season with the with the gun in the season with the gun. No. no way. Lakers say they want him. Lakers, yeah, Lakers trying forward. to stack the deck. Pogasaw said he want back in. I let Pogasaw back in. I'm not gonna cap. Just Pogasaw said he won't play meaningful minutes. I was like, huh? I oh, see now he tripping. Excuse me. <laughs> you're ride the bench, and you're gonna get in when we're up thirty. So, <laughs> hey. sir, we'll give you ten minutes per game. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Ten is a lot. <laughs> ten, ten is a lot. Your brother, you're not your brother. Your brother gonna, your brother Mark gonna be in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you, how you gonna, you know, Mark is there. You talk to some. Yeah, I want meaningful minutes. I'm like, did you just recently win a championship? I'll be, be like, uh, I'll be like. 2010, bro. I, I'll give you your brother minutes. <laughs> you gonna take it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your brother minutes. Hey, Jalen, who, who you got winning a uh, six man of the? I mean, most MIP, Jalen. This kid, man, special. I feel like he was underneath the wrong tutelage last year, but they just recently hired um, a great coach that I think, um, Kobe White, under the tutelage of Billy Donovan. 
I think he really takes the steps to being MIP this year. I think he's going to have a pretty great, not great, but good season. Um, you Kobe saw White, what happened when Kobe, Kobe White, White got minutes, bro. Who was Kobe White's mentor? No, I'm saying under the tutelage of. No, Billy I know. I'm saying, but who's Kobe White mentor? That's who the coach was just coaching. Chris, I don't know. Chris Paul's mentor. Damn, bro. Oh, I, I didn't know it was his mentor. <laughs> he signed to Jordan. He signed to like whatever that little. He was Team CP3. He was Team CP3 in high school and college. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. That's, yeah, no, that's, I knew oh, that's even more reason. Yeah. That's even more reason. <laughs> but actually, yeah, man. When you said when you said new coach, who is good. Uh, actually, great, great. He's great. I'm, I'm, talking about else. I'm talking about Kevin Knox in New York. <clears throat> I think he might actually take a step forward and <clears throat> come out. I don't think so because that boy, that Ron Nick's player, one is taking his JR RJ Barrett. No, number one, the number one pick from this season will be getting heavy, heavy uh shot attempts. Obi Topin, yeah, yep. Obi, and they got that boy Powell. They got Powell too on the team. They, they signed him as a free agent. Powell, the Knicks promise from uh. The white, the white and blue team, Powell, bro. He from New York, <clears throat> Seton Hall, I think. Who? Villanova. I'm gonna look it up there. He a rookie. Yeah. Okay, he a rookie then. That's why. I'm thinking you talking about like a new, like a guy that's been in the league for a minute. Hey, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I want the Knicks to be good so bad, but they just. When they fired Fizdale, bro. Miles Powell. That's what I'm talking about. Buffett. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's pretty straight. I'm saying they got a lot of people that's that's like that's gonna be a their wing gonna be crowded. They got they're gonna be playing for their wings positions. RJ yeah. Baird the only one with a guaranteed spot right now. Thanks. And who they and spe- uh, speaking of uh former rookies, let's talk about the rookie of the year candidates. I'm gonna go on with the uh the big ball of brand. Uh Lamelo, who I think is the best ball brother, I think Lamelo gonna what? Go, uh, gonna go stupid this season under Michael Lamello Jordan. Yeah, he gonna go stupid. I'm talking, I'm talking like he's so. gonna be like sports center. We're gonna see a bunch of Lamelo highlights this season because he's gonna be going dumb. Follow from hell. I'm gonna go. But like, think about it, Anthony Edwards. He got Cat and D'Lo. He ain't going stupid. Like all these other, all these other players are like in crowded areas. Lamelo's gonna shine in Charlotte. But Devontae, that's still Devontae's team. I hope everybody know that. I don't think so. That's Devontae's team. You know, but it really don't matter what your draft. Like I feel like more so in recent years, it don't matter what your draft is to win Rookie of the Year. Like if Cole Anthony ends up starting over um Markel Fultz, he McKee could win it. Um, they'll probably start together. You know who might win Rookie of the Year? Oh, is it my turn? No, yeah, it's your turn. Who would you say there? I'm sorry, I missed your question. I said Cole Anthony. If he starts for the Magic over uh, Markel Fultz, I don't think they'll start both. I think because they don't they still have Fournier or whoever the shooter is. Yeah. Yeah. So they they both not starting. So. Oh, Chuma Okiki. Oh, hey, he might. Hey, he might. He's still a rookie, boy. Got a chance. He's still a rookie. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy, I'm tripping. But not a rookie. Bo. But yes, he is. He's eligible to be a rookie because he never started into the bubble. He never played games to the bubble. But that's playing again. So Michael Porter Jr. He's is eligible. He literally posted it. He said, I think I'm going to be rookie of the year. Oh. I'm going to go Bobo. Oh. Nah, oh, nah. I like that pick. All right, John, who you got? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know who I'm going to go with. I'm going to call him. This might be my new favorite point guard. I'm going to call him Rose 2.0. I'm gonna go that boy Killian Hayes 
from the deep. Oh, he's starting too. Yeah, he is starting. But okay. I don't know why is he starting over Derrick Rose? That's kind of messed up. He probably nice, bro. That's the thing. And, uh, yeah, that's what I said. It's saying training camp. To start over nice D Rose, you got. I don't, like, nice. don't like Derrick Rose off the bench. Send him to the Lakers immediately. Oh, if Rose off the bench, he might win six man. Hold on. Yeah, that's true. He could win six. Oh. Man. <laughs> No, All right, no. Jay, 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 Andrew Wiggins, it looks like he's really stepping it up this yeah, year. Yeah, like, like they're my favorite, my favorite holiday. <laughs> they do that every time the season about to start. Andrew Wiggins will go off this season. Demond, welcome back, rookie of the year candidate, Brody. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna go with Lamelo. I just because the excitement factor and all the flashiness and everything like that. He's gonna get the Hornets some more dubs. I feel like they'll steal a couple more games. He'll have. It's going to be fun to watch him and Devontae Graham and seeing their new direction they're trying to take or they've been trying to take. So maybe he can have that Kimba-type potential in Charlotte. We'll see. But I think he's going to be a very exciting player to watch. Box office. And last but not least, before we finally move off the NBA, coach of the year, I have I have one. I have, I'm going to have two, but the first one is my, my real one. I like Monty Williams and the Phoenix Suns. The time it's gonna take the big leap with the Suns with the addition of Chris Paul. Aiden's gonna have a great season along with Devin Booker, their star, uh, their star. So I have the Suns, Monty Williams, and they're gonna they're gonna try to sneak Steve Nash in there with the Nets. They're gonna try to sneak him in there with the Nets. So that was my two coach of the year can. I I like the Monty pick. I could agree with that, but I I'm gonna have to go. Um, oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna have to go. Ooh, I got two. Okay, I got two. I, I gotta be realistic with two. I got one. You of better each not say who I thank you for this. I want each conference. I got one of each conference. Each conference. I have in the East. I have to say Doc Rivers with the Sixers. If he flips it around, I do. Okay. I think if he gets the top whoa. four. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You said uh the, the Simmons and B don't work. How you can pick Doc Rivers? That's why I said if he can turn it around. If he, if he can do it, if he can do it, and he could get what get out of him, but uh, <laughs> he can do it. And then my Western Conference choice. Rick Carlisle with the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic. The money? Rick Carlisle. Okay. How he can win MVP, but he can't win a coach of the year. I just said okay. That's all I said. <laughs> I'm going to take Billy Donovan. I think the Bulls get back into the playoffs. I think that um, Zach Levine is an all-star this year. He's one of the, my favorite players to watch. Shout out Seattle. Shout out to Washington. He's a hooper, man. And I think uh, his talent mixed with Kobe White, I heard Jalen speaking on him, as well as um, Markkanen and uh, Wendell, all the talent that they have, they're able to push for the playoffs and uh, be higher than the eighth seed. I, I like the Bulls, and I think Billy Donovan puts them back in the playoffs, and he wins himself a coach of the year. After he should have won it last year, actually. Gotcha. Uh, Johnny? Um, he still don't have. He still doesn't have one, and he and he's made his name as a coach to be a force uh, to be reckoned with. That's Brad Stevens. He has to go and be coach of the year this year. Um, 
again, these boys are young. They're developing, not even in their prime yet. And they have another opportunity to be in their prime. So, you know, with Gordon Hayward moving out of there, uh, I think they got Tristan Thompson now. Like, they have an opportunity to be more competitive, uh, more defensive, and have an edge. So, I think they'll win a lot more games, if not like four or five more games. And then Brad Stevens will be announced coach of the year. And last but not least, Mr. Uh, JB. I got two candidates that I like this year. Uh, my first would be Monty. Them guys making the playoffs just in general this year will definitely boost him up to that con- into the conversation. And um, my second pick would be Steve Kerr. Oh, God. Lottery pick this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Team looks different. Your second best player, Hall of Famer, one of the best shooters of all time goes down. But I feel like them guys could still make the Western Conference Finals. With that being said, Steve Kerr, man, like the system is just too good. Him, Steph, Dre, James Wiseman, what he's going to do with them boys. Who am I missing? Andrew Wiggins. All like, right. That's on, a bro. segment. That's a segment. <laughs> What's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Y'all really sleep. On- I, let me sleep. 2016 loss, bro. Let bro, me sleep. Let me sleep. No let me sleep. Even a Thunder fan. Why well, still rock with OKC? I, I like what they're doing. No, you got to put respect on. You got to put, put respect on Steve Kernan. He won a championship his first year. Oh my God. They're going to bounce back this year. Kyrie and Love got hurt. Kyrie and Love got hurt. The same way you, you yeah. hate on Kawhi, the same way you had on Kawhi in a Raptors ring when KD got they hurt. They had LeBron. Arguably the best player ever. They didn't have play, the best shooter ever. KD, who was arguably the best player today. And even some argue. Ha- Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Nobody compares to LeBron. Stop. Nobody. 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 When you have LeBron, you can literally win in, against anyone. And I really truly believe not that. Against, like, not against. LeBron could. Do you know who LeBron took to the finals in 07? Did they win? Like, Jalen. <laughs> he could take her there, but they got to win. Like, Hold on. Do you know who LeBron took to the finals in 07? I bet you're going to tell Mike the Snow. You don't even know who that is. I don't. He took – George Hill was his starting point guard a few years ago. And they went to the and they went to the finals. Hey Jalen, I got a question for you though. You yes. Is there any more basketball news before we move well, shift gears to the football? No, sir. I'm ready to uh, shift <laughs> gears. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna start with what you said, John. So the preseason games do start tomorrow at seven. Oh, NBA preseason tomorrow, Friday, December 11th. That's weird. I weird to say, but new different difficult time, difficult time. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with the big news out of the NFL. Jalen Hurts, who won a championship with Alabama, transferred to OU, Oklahoma. Ohio's candidate at OU, lost in the first round of college football playoffs to LSU. It's now in the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia uh, Eagles as Carson Wentz, their $100 million man, has been benched due to his lackluster play. Some blame him, while others blame the overall aspect of the team from the top to the bottom. So we're going to I'm gonna start with DeMond, uh, Every Yards Matter uh, content creator. Shout out to DeMond. Uh, how do you feel about the benches? Should they have pulled the trigger? Talk to us, man. 
yes, I believe they 100% in the overall aspect of the team do need a spark right now. Mm-hmm. But the issues don't change. The offensive line with Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks, two all-pro offensive linemen are still gone. <laughs> Miles Sanders is getting eight carries or less in the past four games, and you're expecting to win football games? Gotcha. You're getting Alvin Sean Jeffrey back out there, but you're taking snaps from Travis Fogan from who week five to nine led the league in receiving yards. Gotcha. Um, you drafted Jalen Rieger over Justin Jefferson. Gotcha. That was a mistake. <laughs> JJ Arcega Whiteside over DJ DK Metcalf. Gotcha. I mean, when are we gonna start ho- holding these guys in the front office? And and they, didn't they draft Arcega Whiteside over Debo Samuel? Oh, no. They did that too. Did, when are we going to start talking about Doug Peterson needing his job needed to be on the hot seat? And for as much as I do want to see Jalen Hurts ball out, um, all the issues I just named now fall beneath him. Um, the thing I feel like sets Carson apart is his ability to, with all that said, give them a chance to compete late in games. They've been so bad that he hasn't even had that opportunity. Now you're asking Jalen to come in and give a spark. You better protect Jalen. Jalen's going to hold on to the ball. Jalen's going to make some bad reads. And then what happens when you throw Jalen under the bus? Who are you turning to next? So I'm excited to see how it works, but don't sit here and tell me that it's just Carson's fault and he's played so horrible and he's the only reason that they haven't had an opportunity to win. That's Got you. My- I seen a tweet and I found it very interesting before I hand it off to, uh, I'm going to give it to Jalen. They said Hurts, the Eagles are evaluating Jalen Hurts versus the Trey Lances and Zach Wilsons and Kyle Trask and Mac Jones of the draft due to their pick being so low. Because if Hurts performed, they feel they would have their quarterback. But if he doesn't, they can always bail out on Hurts and get one of these quarterbacks that's in the draft. I give it to you, Jalen. Um, how do you think the Eagles – because the Miami made some great points. It is systemic. Like, the issues they did in the front office, we should hold them accountable rather than just throwing Carson under the bus. Because it hurts. At the end of the day, he's still a rookie. It's a spark, but it's a, he's still a rookie. And rookies have to go through those growing pains. Burrow's doing it. Herbert's doing it. Tool was doing it. So, how do you think hurts – like, well, how do you feel about this whole situation? So, I agree with DeMond 100%. Uh, Dougie P has to go. Dougie P is the issue. However, I feel like Jalen is more of an athletic quarterback. So, yeah, he's going to hold the ball and take some bad sacks. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, he can get out in the open field and get freaky, as as he would say. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll see what that does for them as far as the spark-wise. Um, but, man, all in all, just the Eagles is just terrible right now because of Dougie P. Honestly. The play calling is bad. It's it's just it's just terrible, and they have and they have weapons such as Miles Sanders. You got Goddard, Ertz, um, Fogum, the receiver, the receiver out there. They have the talent. It's just you know what I'm saying they got a few key injuries on the offensive line, which you know, which can be it could be overcame, but at the same time, it's like dealing with that much loss in the O line is difficult. So I'll give Carson. I give Carson a pass. Um, right now, the Eagles organization is just a a mess, and they're looking for somebody to blame. And Carson is obviously the scapegoat. 
because you got to think about it. Dougie P did just win him a Super Bowl a few years ago while Carson Wentz was on the sideline resting um, uh, an injury. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, I think John, John Cut, do you both agree with Damon and Jalen? Because if you do, I have a pro- I have a question to propose to you both. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, you know, um, as far as what the Eagles are doing, they were good years ago, but I don't know. I just know like that division is so trash. They still could emerge as victorious, or they're not going to. But I said, like, they had a chance through the season to do that. And I think that you know, that Super Bowl can only be something that they hang on to for so long. Like after a while, you got to say, all right, like, double it. It's done. We need to get back to greatness, and it just doesn't seem like they're on a track to doing that. Hopefully, you know, Jalen finishes the year strong for them, and they do have him to look forward to as their quarterback for next season. But the the problems are not just on the field. They're definitely in management. So, you know, they're going to have to to shape some things up if they want to be great in the long time. Cut Carter, um, potential trade destinations for Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. hearing the Indianapolis Colts under his old OC, Frank Wright. He's the head coach. DeMime uh, pro- uh, proposed last week uh, Pittsburgh under Big Ben, sitting under Big Ben for a year before he took over the team. Where would you like to see Carson Wentz cut Carter? Um, the Colts make sense. I think Rivers was just a rental, and I don't think – I think I, – I, well, I know the Colts won't be in the uh, Super Bowl, so – after at that point, you could either bring him back or you could let him go and bring in somebody younger that can possibly do the same thing. Um, I think the Ty, he's been getting utilized the last couple of weeks, but his time there might be up as well. So the Colts, um, the Colts got moves to make. Uh, the Niners is a good option, but I think the Niners. If I'm the Niners, I'm trying to get Matt Ryan if they if the Falcons go on selling him, or I'm trying to get Matthew Stafford because uh, I think he needs to. I think his time is up as well. It's like it's. I think this might be the season where we see the most qu- quarterback, like <laughs> quarterbacks going everywhere because this is gonna be the first time in a long time is like a, a like a, a you know a resurgence. So you're gonna have Trevor Lawrence coming in the league. You got Joe Burrow coming off ACL. You got Justin Herbert playing lights out. You got you got um Tua playing okay, but you know he's still popular. You got uh all these other veteran quarterbacks that aren't necessarily bad. They just were never in the right situation. You got Drew Brees. I said Drew Brees leaving. You got Brady coming back again. Brady not going to retire. You got Kirk Cousins. You got Dak coming back. You got – it's a lot going on. So, it's like – I feel like it's, this is where – if you're a quarterback and you got something to say, this is your window. And I like I like to throw in a team like the Broncos, who they haven't figured it out. So, Carson Wentz might get a shot there. Or, you know, they might bring in Stafford because John Elway doesn't – they can't – they don't have a system to build a quarterback, clearly. So, they got to bring in a veteran. That's what the, the Broncos want to play defense and bring in a veteran to manage the game and hopefully you can make the throws. And there's a lot of quarterbacks like that out there. Um, I agree. Oh, yeah. oh, so I was about to say, just all in all, it's, if you're a quarterback and you're decent, you got a chance. And as far as the Eagles situation, um, I think the team is bad. But on top of that, it's the sacks being taken, the picks being thrown, and the bad reads sometimes as well. But I don't think Wentz is a bad quarterback. I think, you know, it's like, I ain't got nobody else. So it's like, you know, I'm going to take the chance. Like, you got to take the chance to try to win. And right. they're not really that far fetched from the division, but it's over after this week because they play the Saints. So, <laughs> um, but then again, it's like they don't even have to blow it up. Like, they're not – the thing about the NFC East teams, none of them have to really do anything drastic because it's going to be right, the exact same way next season. 
As long yeah, as you can win the division games. As long as you can win the division games, you'll be fine. You're gonna have the same chance to win the division again. Right. Like, at the end of the day, you you compete within your division. You play other right. teams, but you are trying to win your division. Right. Because the division is so bad, it's like, oh well, dang, let's just just run it back, right? Like right. You know, I guess the Giants, since they, you know, they did just beat the Seahawks, they're like probably the, the best looking team in a division that can compete in playoff type situations. In the, in so the Washington the football team. Looking, so if the Eagles are thinking in that sense, like, oh dang, we can't beat playoff teams. And yeah, they're gonna have to, you know, get their roster increased. But if they're thinking, you know what, let's just thug it out, try to develop our players, win our division, then maybe we'll at the end of the season have good enough players to win the playoffs. But I think this year is gonna look bad for them because the everybody always says it's the Eagles or the Cowboys, it's the Eagles or the Cowboys, it's the Eagles or the Cowboys. And this year they both at the bottom. So now that the Giants and the WFT are having something to say, uh, now they're gonna look like, oh, <laughs> they now they both gonna be like, whoa, like, well. The Cowboys have a legitimate excuse. Dak's out. Well, they was bad. They, they was bad before Dak injury. They was bad before Dak, but Dak was he was he was throwing, he was slinging. So yeah, they, 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 they would have got it together eventually, and they would have been definitely the best. They probably, the but then again, the defense. The thing is, Dallas' problem is the defense. They got better. The, the, uh, no, 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 Jalen. The defense has defense been playing. Game that defense, defense, not playing. that rush defense. That rush defense yeah. is horrible. That defense. Is- they got they need a defensive tackle. They're just bad. They need a defensive tackle. And they need a corner, another corner as well. But yeah. That's what happens when you sell Brian, Byron Jones and whoever. Like, you know, they 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 they, they, they overspent on a lot of mediocre average players. Uh Jalen Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, Zeke's contract looking bad because he's playing bad. But it's he's playing the, bad because Dak not there. So now you <clears> now it's looking like wow. We should have really, if Dak wouldn't got hurt, bro, dang, like we really should have paid this man. And like, it just flex the uh, people Cowboys. know you're gonna get the ball. I mean, what can you do? It really it just so, flex the Cowboys. So, so, so Zach Martin and and Ty, Tyron Smith and uh, all these guys haven't been hurt either. Are they hurt? I didn't know. Yeah, was, they are hurt. His whole O line has been hurt. Very for the year. Very telling. But that was the same. Kyle Collins. I could go on, but, but there's a, there's running backs in other situations who doesn't have an O line though. Who? Saquon doesn't have an O line. No, Saquon is also out with an injury. That should tell you everything you need to know <laughs> for the season, buddy. <laughs> you can't right. do nothing about the O line, bro. And you for the Carson Wentz trade stuff, uh, that's all contingent upon his contract. His I heard in 2022 is like a year where they could cut him and it won't be that bad. But that's yeah, years that's two years. You, you don't want a quarterback getting paid thirty-five million on your bench. So they're in a the tough spot, especially. And you can't go back to Carson. Training for Matty Ice. He lost, he lost faith in y'all, and he lost faith in himself. So it's like. It's I think nasty. the Eagles messed Send up. Matt Ryan to Philly. What you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you said, John? They messed it up when they drafted Jalen. They shouldn't have drafted Jalen. That hurt Carson's pride. It definitely yeah. hurt. Yeah. That's exactly what they did to Rodgers. The difference is. Rogers, Rogers, oh, Rogers like, oh. let's not. No, you didn't. <laughs> let's not talk about Rogers. Man. Rogers no. has Devonte Adams and Matt Lafleur, who, at the end of the day, is still going to put him in the position. To be know what I'm saying? But oh well, yeah, but Miles Sanders getting eight carries a game. I don't know. You're on my fantasy <laughs> team. Jeffrey getting PT. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can't tell you, bro. I can't tell you. Well, I don't know what they're going to do, but they, they, they. They they can think about it in the off season. They they season over in a couple weeks. Oh, uh, 
<laughs> another team in the NFL who's not in the Eagles situation by any stretch of the imagination, but got their first loss on Monday afternoon football against the Washington mm-hmm. football team. The Pittsburgh Steelers uh, drops to the Washington football team, and they're eleven and one on the season. Last week, cut. I mean, uh, John and Jalen weren't here. Cut into my arguing whether the Steelers would be one and done in the postseason after, because it seemed like this team is a fraudulent. They were a fraudulent, undefeated team. They have no run game. They're losing their. They're losing their line. Their linebackers are dropping like flies. Prayers to them for a speed of recovery, and it's just like and Chase Young after the game. And uh, Montez Sweat, they were they said we the Ravens exposed some things. They told uh yeah. NFL Network uh Didi Kikubala. So uh we're gonna start with uh Demond. I'm gonna start with you again. Cause you was on you said Steelers aren't one and done, they can make it to the conference championship. Do you still stand on that? You're muted. You're on mute, bud. You're on mute, bud. I do rhythm too. I hundred percent have the Steelers still making it to the AFC championship until proven otherwise. And the reason is because I believe in Ben more than I believe in a lot of quarterbacks in the AFC in terms of supporting cast, in terms of relationship with head coach, in terms of not doing what you're not supposed to do. Josh Allen is balling out, and it's going to be very interesting to see him up against that defense. (laughs) But at the same time, Josh Allen has been very inconsistent in stints, especially when you can get pressure on him. Steelers' defense is still there. They didn't have Stephon Tewitt last week. I know you made the point of all their guys dropping out in uh, as far as their linebacking core. But they've also been hit COVID-wise with James Conner, their number one running back. So they're going to get him back, and I think they'll be able to do more things that they want to do. Ben won't be passing the ball 50 times a game. That's not their winning formula. Um, as far as the make of the Steelers, that's the reason I still have them going. I, I believe in Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin is the second-best coach in the AFC behind Andy Reid. In my opinion, I like him to elevate his squad um, because he's been here before. If there's two guys that have been here before and still have the same core of this, the team that they had success with, it's going to be that defense in Ben Roethlisberger with Mike Tomlin. So I think the Steelers are fine. I think the Washington football team is a good football team. Um, and I think they got caught slipping. So uh, I, I, I do think that uh, – this is a game against Buffalo that they very well could lose, and it very would, it very well could cost their season. But if they are able to come out and take take control of this game, they very well could win it and still have something to say about that one seed. John, um, the question is the fraudulent eleven and one Steelers. My my faith in them to go to the playoffs or like that that topic. Yeah, because currently they are the number one seed in the AFC, but a tough matchup against Buffalo, they can drop off. Yeah. Um. First off, I I do think the Steelers have a terrific offense, and I think that they've been the most consistent offense by far of any NFL team this year. In fact, if you did not know this team is so consistent that their offensive line has not given up a sack to Big Ben in five games, which is like third longest in NFL history or something like that. So it's, I just saw it. So it's, it's pretty crazy how well they are playing on offense. But if we had to look at their schedule this year, it ain't really been that tough. I mean, it's impressive sweeping the, the Ravens, but we know how we feel about the Ravens offense. Um, and they did have a blowout victory against the Browns, which was impressive, I thought. And they had a skin-of-the-teeth victory against the Titans, 
So in the games, I feel like they, they could have lost, they won, but I, I don't I don't know how real they are, you know? Like it's still like too, I won't say it's too early to tell, but we, I won't know until the playoffs when we are looking at the first game. Um, and well, it's the Chiefs, right? They got one loss too. So I don't even know if they're gonna get the first round by anymore. They might have to come out and play in that first playoff game, something they weren't expecting. And it could be a situation where they're playing the Baltimore Ravens again in that first matchup. And I don't, if that's the case, I don't foresee them beating the Ravens three times in one season, personally. I, I, not yeah, that, I agree with that. Not that type of rivalry. So it's that's that's what it looks like. If the cards align and they end up playing the Ravens, I think they lose first. I think they, I don't think they go on and make it. Their and, next four their next four games, they're at Buffalo, they're at Cincinnati on Monday night. And then they host the Colts, who's above five hundred, who's seven, who's the seventh seed in the AFC. Then in the season at Cleveland, who's nine and three and who was hot. So these are their next four games. The the, uh, the week 14, 16, and 17 is critical for this uh the Steelers bunch. Uh Jalen, where, where do you stand on this? Do you think the Steelers team is fraudulent? Because I made a, a great comparison on the Every Yards Matters uh, podcast. How Demont. <clears throat> I said, um, the Steelers, like there's no no matter where like the Chiefs are positioned, they're gonna win. Cause Patrick Mahomes, similar to like LeBron in the East. The Hawks were the one seed. The Raptors were the one seed. You, you have to meet LeBron. You have to meet Mahomes to go to the finals, go to the Super Bowl. But And I don't think they can do that. Like, where do you stand on the Steelers? I think the Steelers, I mean, their playoffs success will stem on who they play. Um, I think if they face either the Titans or the Colts, because I do think ultimately KC's going to get that first, um, that first seed. So if they have to play either um, Tennessee or the Colts, I feel like they will lose those games. Um, just not having a run game, man. And then they just depleted at the linebacker position. Like, Indy can run the hell out of the ball, and so can Tennessee. So it's just like, what are you really going to – I mean, I just don't see them being able to advance with the problems that they have right now. Um, I think they've done a hell of a job – throughout this whole entire season. Um, I don't think they're a fraudulent team by, like, any standards. I just don't think that they will make it to the AFC Championship. I feel like they will be one and done, just due to the fact no rain game. You know what I'm saying? Your, your linebacker, like, your linebackers are hurt, bro. Like, Devin Bush, gone. Dupree, gone. It's just like, what you going to do when King Harry coming at you, bro? Or Jonathan Taylor, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know. I don't see them boys really making no noise in the playoffs for real. I think it's Casey's. Uh, I think it's Casey's conference to lose. Honestly, I do. And I, I assume you still stand on your word, Cut Carter. You double down. I, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't account for injuries. I just never. I didn't see a winning that a win that was like. I never saw a win that was like. Um, like this is it. like a set. What's the word? What you say, John? Like this is Super Bowl material. Yeah, I never, I never seen them play like that. Like the Titans win never was sat well with me, but then the Titans got blown off the field when they just played. So I'm not high on them no more either. Like I thought I was, but I honestly think um, Steelers can. I think they can lose depending on that first game who they play. They can lose. Um, yes, 100%. I think like Jalen said, it is the Chiefs, the Chiefs conference to lose. Uh, because I'm not. Nobody's really impressed me over there 
as you know, and it's, I was thinking, well, the Patriots are gone now, you know what I'm saying? It should be more comp, you know, whatever, but it's not like nobody's really looking I, that good to me. The Chiefs, the only team that looked like, you know, they, they, Buffalo coming, al- yeah, coming I mean, a lot. That's what I, right I like now. Buffalo. I think Buffalo, I actually think Buffalo will beat the Steelers because I don't yeah. think the Steelers are, they're they not played that comp, but I do think. You know what I'm saying? If the Steelers beat the beat Buffalo, I don't think that's a statement win to me either because I don't think Buffalo is that – I'm not high on them either. It's just like – and it took a team a team like Washington football team, a team that's like below average really in the NFC to knock them off. I mean, Buffalo has put, had some quality wins. Seattle. Right, and I'm saying the Buffalo beat, beat Seattle. They, they, they lost to Kansas City off of Hail Mary. I mean, lost to uh, Arizona off of Hail Mary. They really mm-hmm. won that game as well. Um, so they really aren't playing bad football. Um, and that's they why I, still, over I, Mike Tomlin. I love Mike Tomlin. I just don't think it's I don't I don't think the team is that good. It's just then, why, then wait, why aren't you high on the Bills if they have some quality wins? I said they got quality wins, but them look like if the Steelers beat the Bills, that's not a statement win to me either, <laughs> because I don't think the Bills like we'll put it like this. Where, where's the game? It's in Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. So yes. I, I gotta take that back. The Steelers beat them on the road. That is a quality win for them. But at the same time, I think Buffalo. I don't think like I don't think any of these teams can be Kansas City. That's what I'm basically what I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't uh, think I don't think any of them can, except maybe the Titans. The Titans played Kansas City pretty decently. But outside of, and and I don't think the Titans are good. You know what I'm saying? So if I had to rank the AFC, I have I have Kansas City, and then I guess I'll go Buffalo. And then I put um. They could just beat you down with that run game, put, bro. Uh, the Steelers. You gotta have. Game. You gotta have a run game, and uh, you have to you have to be able to play defense and run the ball in the playoffs, bro. And I don't. And I don't I, see the Steelers I, I being able to. I can't disrespect the Colts both. like I've been disrespecting them. The Colts are good, but they are. Just, you don't. Shut up. You just don't know. <laughs> like I, if it's on, if it's gonna be on, I want it to be on the rest of the season. I don't need it to be on and then off. I, if they gonna be, they just showed me they could be. Against the Titans and then who they played the uh, Texans? Yeah, but they lost. They, him, the Titans and Texans split. They both blew each other out. They split. The Colts got waxed by the Titans. Just yeah, but the, but the Colts waxed the Titans too on Thursday. Night. The Colts waxed the Titans. No, so also. like they split. They one and one. Yeah, they yeah. Waxed. They beating them. Derek they held. They held them to zero points in the second in half. In the first half, he had 180 yards. You didn't do nothing in the second. The first. I mean, they the did nothing in the second half. Like absolutely nothing. But anywho, uh, <laughs> I don't understand. You are the Kyrie of the Pack Life podcast. Jesus. <laughs> all right, let's predict. Uh, all right, we're, I'm sharing my screen. Can you guys see the screen? Yes. Okay. No more bye weeks in NFL. We are going yes, to do another. We're going to, we're going to do a. We're going to revise our consistent picks right here. We're just going to predict the playoff teams games. We're not worrying about what Dallas or Cincy's doing unless they show up on the schedule. We're going to do one through nine on AFC and one through eight on the NFC. I'm going to do one through nine for the NFC. For John. For John. Yeah, yeah, for John. So y'all better not. <laughs> and we will Detroit's start, uh, looking like they're getting a little steam. We'll start with Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, they, they see Buffalo on Sunday. Who do you guys have winning? Buffalo. <laughs> what DeMond said? 
I've got Buffalo. All right. Then we got all beat a Cincy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Colts, Steelers. They beat, the, they beat the Colts. Yeah, they'll beat the Colts, I think, in a regular season. Colts. Yeah. Yeah, twice. So, no, uh, this the no. Don't don't worry about week eighteen. That's the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that in the same division. <laughs> so you got that game, John? Colts. Everybody uh, said Colts. I mean, Three said Colts. It was me, J- Jalen, and Demond. So it's over with. I said Steelers. Yeah, Demond said Steelers. Steelers too. Yeah, I was talking about the Steelers winning. And weeks, all right, week seventeen, Browns, Steelers. Browns. Steelers. Browns. Steelers. Demi says the boys rolling over in Cleveland. Believe Lent. I, I say Pittsburgh. Uh, Cleveland, they have a hard time against Big Ben. <clears throat> so we have consensusly, we have the Steelers finishing 14 and 2. We go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, you don't think just you don't think the, the uh, Steelers gonna rest all their starters? In no, that? they can't. I oh, think they won't. They have they can't. <laughs> I, I, due to due to the, uh, Kansas City, I don't think they will. <laughs> KC's winning out. I'm just letting you know now. That's how. That's my position. <laughs> they being they beating the brakes off everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> Especially week 15. Oh, <laughs> buddy, just you wait. <laughs> uh, week 14, Chiefs Dolphins. I have KC. Kansas City. Give me, give me, um, give me the Dolphins. Oh wow. We're gonna, we're gonna, the consensus is KC. <laughs> why you like, tell me Miami though? Tell me why Miami. Um, I just really like what I saw out of Brian Flores last week. A, a bad game against the Bengals. Everybody's expecting you to win. That's what they come out and did. But him fighting for his guys, his guys are gonna fight right back. And that defense, the way that they're playing at a high level, the way that they can rush the passer, Kyle Van Noy getting three sacks last week. They pretty much have the blueprint of what the Patriots did when they beat them in the AFC championship right. or as, as their defensive coordinator. Two gotcha. is going to make big plays that can give them a chance to win. Um, I would like to see more of what they want to do in the run game with Brito or uh, Avad, I believe their other guy's name is. Um, but a matchup I'm excited to see is Xavier Howard versus um, Tyreek Hill. Safety help over top, you always going to need it. And then how, he, how Brian Flores schemes to uh, keep the ball out of Travis Kelsey's hands. Uh, that'll be a big Sammy Watkins game, a big game for the Chiefs in general returning to Miami where they won the Super Bowl. But seeing how they played last week in a tough division game against the Broncos, um, I think the Dolphins are going to give them some resistance, and I like the Dolphins to pull off the upset. Gotcha. Week 15, Chiefs at Saints. Jalen has the Chiefs winning. What about you, John? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know what you want to say. The Saints are not just good because, like, obviously it's the defense. Like, and I Drew Brees, will, and Drew Brees will be back this game. Drew Brees will be back this game. I don't – I think he won't be slinging by coming back. <laughs> he won't be. But, um, like I was saying, it's the Saints, the defense is really the, you know, the undertold story here. Like, that's why they are – Good, like for real, but um, geez, I, I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. And I, the mind, what are you thinking, buddy? I think the Chiefs win this one. I have them losing to Miami. I think they get back on the. I think they get back on board. 
uh, handle business in New Orleans. A very good CBS showdown game. Tyran returns back home, and I think the Chiefs take that one. Fix your face, G. Y'all not rocking the Chiefs, bro. Yell at them and tell them why they're wrong, even though we were outvoted. We could lose to Miami, but we they could lose to Miami, but they can't lose to us, bro. It's all about matchups. Y'all second year. It is about matchups. Right, you're right. Any given Sunday. And our defense has been playing. Our defense is like top three now. I don't see them coming. No, not playing. Y'all front seven is elite. No, but that back end as a whole. Okay, top three now. Watch, watch what, watch what he'll do to to uh. We're not gonna play, man. We're not gonna leave him with man with no safety help. We not, we not y'all. Okay, zone. Travis Kelsey gonna eat that up. We don't play zone. We not good at zone. You don't watch. That's what I'm saying. Shut up. Travis Kelsey sitting in the middle of the zone. Malcolm Jenkins gonna be on him and man. Did you you just say Malcolm Jenkins to me? Nothing left to say. All right. Malcolm Jenkins on on. On Travis Kelsey? You didn't see what he did to Gronk? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Did I not see what he did to Gronk? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Okay. Well, I seen what y'all front seven did to Tom Brady. All right. Them we're going to move on. Uh, week 16, Falcons at Chiefs. Uh, I like... Um, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, I like, I like... I think Atlanta, similarly what they did to San Fran last year, I think Atlanta could go on the road and beat a Kansas City team in a shootout. I think that's possible. So, I'm going to say Atlanta. <laughs> Boy, you lucky we can't curse on here for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all boys got KC. Last but not least, Charger Chiefs. I have the Chiefs. Everybody, the Chiefs. <laughs> I got Jay Herbo. I got hating. I, I got them boys going. I got team one. No, they're not. Bye bye, Anthony Lynn. Bye. All right, we got the, we got so go. we have the Chiefs. We have the number one. Seed but in I do AFC. have them being the number one seed in the AFC. Yes, I do have that. Chiefs number one seed, fifteen and one, still fourteen and two. Let's do the Buffalo Bills. Uh, uh, oh wait, oh yeah, we already did that match. Okay, the bet. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna beat the Broncos, right? Yes. Yes. They're gonna beat. The, oh. Yes. Yeah, I think they will. I think yes. they will. Okay, and week seventeen, this might be for the division. Split. What? The eighteen one don't count. They beating. They beating the Dolphins. Yeah, they, oh. they the eighteen one don't know. That's the playoffs. Who won the matchup before? Are the Bills or the Dolphins winning it? Yeah, but the two of them play that game. He gonna be he gonna wish he didn't play this game. Dolphins winning that. All right. Uh Derek has Buffalo. What you got, Demar? <laughs> Buffalo. Jim's stupid. <laughs> Demar, I mean uh John, what you got? Uh I got Buffalo. All right, we got Buffalo finishing. Boy, and you say it with no conviction. He don't believe it. Never <laughs> be quiet. Uh, Titans, uh, they played at Jacksonville this week. Titans, all right. Titans again. James Robinson might go crazy. Uh, Lions, no, okay. We we sixteen Packers, Packers Titans. Packers Who we got? The Packers gonna be doing. Titans. Packers gonna put hands and feet on I them think, boys. I think, they, I think they punch them in the mouth on the defense. <laughs> That's a game that Aaron Rodgers is going to. I believe he could stamp his MVP game on that one, but. They haven't come out and responded good to a team that's going to be physical. And uh, Mike Vrabel and De- and A.J. Brown and everything, the way that they're made, I like them to handle the Titans and give them their first loss. In the Are you talking about defensively? Yeah. What you think, John? What you got? Uh, I don't think the Titans are going to win five straight or four straight games. So I think they'll lose to Green Bay and then beat the Texans. I uh I do have the times being a Texan week seventeen. 
Yeah, Titans. Well, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Deshaun. Deshaun not gonna lay down for nobody. <clears throat> yeah, no he gonna lay down that Sunday. No will, no, <laughs> no will Fuller. He's and going Aaron, to bed. Aaron Henry is gone for two hundred yards the last two times he played the the Texans. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got a big matchup week fourteen. Ravens Browns Monday Night Football. Ravens. I have Baltimore winning. Ravens. <sighs> I have the Browns. Oh, tell us why, I Jaylen. think the Giants can beat them. Defensive player of the year. He has it sewn up. Miles Garrett and them boys is clicking. Hey, bro, I have been hating on Baker Mayfield, and I just want to apologize. No, you haven't. Don't do not do it. It's not. You cannot do it based off one game. Don't apologize. <laughs> no, it's not don't just do one it. game. Don't the do it. The game Odell got hurt. He played the tight end. Well. He came back and played well. Last week, boy played out his mind. I'm just saying, bro. They just blew out the tight. Well, the scoring goes so they blew him out. But the points that the Titans got was garbage points. But he looked great against a good team. Uh, don't buy in. So, so I'm just saying. Jay, believe wait, before you go further, um, I hate to do it to you, but you said that he played well when Odell went out. The game he went out. Do you know what game that was, Jay? <clears throat> Let me see. I can tell you. I believe they was playing the Bengals. No, they were definitely playing the Steelers. And they were playing the Steelers. They played the Bengals. That was the Bengals. I mean, yeah, playing the Bengals. Yeah, so you tried to make me like an idiot. (laughs) So he threw an interception and he threw five TDs. And then week seven, no, week eight, week ten, week eleven, he did not throw a touchdown pass again. So week twelve, he threw a couple against the Jaguars. In an underwhelming performance, I might add. And he did look good against the Titans, but the Titans do not have a pass rush. The Davian Clowney is on IR, but he still gave the same type of performance. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives me so much joy saving about $9 million in gap space for nothing. Uh, Baker still has to prove it, and this Ravens defense is still going to give him some issues. So I like them to lose that game. and I feel like. The Browns defense will give the Ravens more issues than the Ravens defense will give the Browns. Gotcha. I feel. Okay. I want to come down to the battle of rushing yards and whichever team is able to move the other team. Nick Chubb. You know how many running backs the Ravens? I don't know. I think the Not Ravens saying, win I'm that. Sorry. They have more Ignore that. They're number one in rushing. They have a more dominant rushing attack. It's their identity. The Browns don't have an identity. So I think because of that, the Ravens are going to win. We know that they can run the ball, but they don't have an identity. So. Do you know who Nick Chubb is? We're we're too we're we're on this game too long. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm saying we got to keep it moving. Let's go. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Week 15, Browns Giants. Uh, this is in New York. No Odell. Prime time, baby. It has been flexed to prime time. Oh yes, it's the Sunday night football That's game. That's the game. They wish Odell was playing in this game. They wish Saquon was playing in this game. Do. Oh, uh, and this game, not this, who you got, Jalen? Who you got? I low key think the Giants can win this game. Then the Giants, bro. Honestly, bro, like the Giants is. If the Browns go down to them, the Giants can win. Ain't no playing down. Them boys is good defensively, like damn good. So, so I feel got, like it's gonna be a deep. I don't, I don't know. Who? John, Honestly, I don't know. No, we can see. Who's not good defensively? Like who's they're damn good. I don't think they're that. I don't think they're that. Yeah, good. they're damn good defensively. <laughs> you know what they just did to Russ? No, I, line. Russ don't have O line. 
but look what they just did to Russell to Russell Wilson, bro. Russ don't have an O line. They made Russ look average. He don't have an O line. Uh, can we pick this Week 15 game? I'm going Giants. To- Giants. Giants. And we we go okay, Browns. Man. Come on, let's go. We taking to it's 10 10. I gotta get the music. Oh, Derek just knows it all, huh? Let him do. Let Derek do the rest of the picks. <laughs> Okay, week 15. Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. Ra- no, no, no cap. They went out. I agree. I think the Ravens did went out. Yeah, I think they went out as well. All right. Uh, we're going to do the uh, these last two teams. Raiders. What they got? What they got? What they got? Ooh, that's tough. Coach. They losing, they losing this Sunday. They lose out. Shut up. Lose. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. I think the Chargers beat they, them. They beat I think the Chargers get one. The Chargers are going to beat them. I think the Chargers get one. Bye-bye, Anthony Lynn. (laughs) I just want to mention it real quick. He said that – you said the Jags were the best spot for a GM and coach. Boy, is it the Chargers. (laughs) (laughs) Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, a top five pick again with Derwin James coming back, Joey Bosa. We say Derwin James coming back how many times now? Twice. (laughs) Don't get disrespectful. I'm not. Uh, But he is, father. John, who you got Thursday night football week fifteen? Uh, you're the tiebreaker. Well, Las Vegas, man. All right, week sixteen, Dolphins Raiders. I have Dolphins, Miami. come on, dog. And they, I think it's gonna be for the uh, maybe for a playoff spot, maybe not. And give me the Raiders. Raiders nine and seven. Oh, we gotta go back to the coach real quick. Uh, week fifteen against the Texans. Come on, bro. Colts. And week seventeen against the Jags. Got the Colts. Colts. I mean Colts, yeah. We and last time I least, huh? No, I thought I, I thought we did the Colts. <clears throat> uh, last time I least the Dolphins, week fifteen against the Patriots. W Patriots. That's just Dolphins. I got the Patriots. I got so, the Dolphins. We have that number one seed. That defense gonna mess them up now. We have the Chiefs getting a first round bye. We have the Steelers facing the Dolphins in the first round. Steelers <laughs> facing the Colts in the second round, and the rematch of the AFC division round. Titans. Is that the Dolphins going over the Browns? Yep. Yeah. That's correct. I said, no. no I think the Dolphins. I think this is realistic. But the Colts, no, no, no. the Colts are not going eleven and five. They're not at all. Can you put a Brown schedule again one time? They got you, buddy. They have. I'll give them the winner versus the Giants. That means they don't make the odds off it. Uh, they have that. Nah, don't change your mind now. Monday night against Baltimore, at the Giants, at Jets, and they host the Steelers. That'll be the that'll be miserable defeat for the for the uh, Cleveland fans. <laughs> I think, they're gonna, I think they're gonna beat. They're gonna beat. They're gonna beat Pittsburgh, week seventeen. They'll get in. If they beat Pittsburgh, they would be the six seed. Dolphins will fall out, and the Colts would be the seven. They're not beating. Wait, why are we switch? Who switched that? Because no, that was that was if the Giants said the Steelers. If they beat the Browns, and if they beat the Giants, then what? We need to redo the Colts schedule. If they beat the Giants, the Dolphins will fall out. So yeah, but oh, um, this is fate. Like <laughs> the coach is gonna make the playoffs. Right? No, the coach's not missing. The Dolphins aren't making it. That's what I'm trying no, to say. You don't know why are you so? Why are you hating on the Dolphins? Like DeMond, if they make it, change? they make it. Well, you not change here, Demont. Uh, the Raiders, Texans, Steelers, Jack. Who's at the Dolphins schedule? If, if they lose to the Raiders, Raiders in over the Colts, and Browns still want to get in. Derek, that's not the game. I'm telling y'all, it's the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. Come on now, think about this. The Raiders. These, these are our the predictions right here. And real quick, let's do the NFC. We'll start with the Green Bay Packers. Just vote. No talking about it. Let's go. <laughs> Packers, Lions. Packers. 
Who? Packers. There, come on, bro. My bad. So good. Doing so good. I'm just saying. Oh. Nope. They all Packers. looking at me. Y'all just staring at like. Uh, week 15 against the Panthers. This is gonna be a close game. Packers. Packers. What? And McCaffrey back gonna be a close game. The Bears. The Bears. Packers. Packers. Best we have the Packers finishing 13 and 3. John, doing this to yourself, brother. Uh, oh. The Saints schedule. Thanks. Let Jalen do their picks. Yeah, let me do it. Oh, they, yeah, they got this game. Saints. All right. We had, to, we, had, we had to lose to the Vikings. Chiefs. The Vikings. No. Okay. No. Jay Jets going to torch y'all for 300. <laughs> and he going to do the grit. And he gonna do the gritty. What what where that game at? Home or away? It's home for him. Oh my God! He's not from New Orleans. <laughs> he doing the gritty. In the, it's all. I have the, I have the yeah. Saints winning. John Demond. I thought Jalen was doing it. He's not hell doing no, it. Hell no, he ain't doing if that's it. the case, I'm going back into the Dolphins. <laughs> no, the Vikings are 100 percent beating y'all. No, they're not. Demond, not on John. Christmas. Don't start Dalvin Cook, bro. Come on, bro. Dalvin he having a lot of hundred, hundred yard rushing and like, bro, shut up. He just talking. Dalvin Cook gonna go for two hundred. <laughs> All purpose yards. I, how he not? How he not from? They say he from St. Rose, Louisiana. I was messing with you, bro. But he not for like he from a he from like an Oscar. He from he, he gonna uh, be doing the gritty. From Louisiana. John Demond, Viking Saints. <laughs> and week seventeen against the Panthers. I have Thanks. the Saints winning. Right. So. Due to the Saints losing to the Packers week three, the Packers will have a first round by based on our prediction. It should be 12 and 4, but okay. I like the Saints to play the Bears and lose. We're going to just give the Patriots <laughs> the win tonight after. <laughs> We're just going to give the Rams. I got a first down on the Bears and said. <laughs> We're going to give the Rams the victory tonight and the victory to the Jets. Week 16, Rams, Seahawks. Who we have? Rams. Rams. Jalen John. I have the Hawks. What? Oh, the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Seahawks, bro. They'll split. And week 17 against the Cardinals, I have the Rams as well. Rams. The Rams. The Rams are like that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> then we got the Seahawks. Let you tell everybody like that. Dude. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we, uh, we move to week 15. You just mad because I didn't say your team is like that. <laughs> we lost the football team. You mad cause you mad cause your boy gonna be doing the gritty in the end zone. That, that ain't that ain't my that ain't my problem. We all got we week 15. Lock. Uh it's one no. one week fifteen. It should be uh, yeah. Washington football team. Who you got, Jalen? Yeah. Week fifteen. Uh Seahawks gonna bounce back, bro. And week seventeen against the Niners. I have the Seahawks. 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 They're gonna bounce back as we versus the Jets. We have the Seahawks winning the division at twelve and four, Rams eleven and five. I like it. Uh Giants. Oh no! I don't like the that. Cardinals. They can win this mm. game. Cardinals win. I, I really hope the Giants win. I think the Giants. Giants, win the Giants gonna win, bro. Against the Cardinals. I got. Yeah. Did against Seattle. I think their better run. At the end of the day, the Cardinals' problem is Cliff Kingsbury. I like Joe Judge better. Give me the Giants. Uh, John, who you got? I got Giants. Okay, and week seventeen is the Cowboys. I like the Giants. Giants. Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. Mm-mm. Buccaneers. We're gonna let Derek do this one. No. Yeah. <laughs> L L L L L. No, I'm playing. Let's split with the Falcons. Uh, split with the Falcons. Game, this this Vikings game this week though. This is not a sweet game. I Justin Jefferson gonna do the gritty in y'all end zone at y'all home. Nah, he's yeah. not. But I'm going Bucks though. Give me the Vikings. The mind. 
ass every time we get. Kirk Cousins gonna be in the dirt. Come on, Jalen. Versus Jacksonville in overtime. The Bucks. Give me the Vikings. Oh, I'm a tiebreaker. No Vikings. I'm, 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 I'm doing it. I got the Vikings winning. They both ride boats. Okay, cool. I mean, we all know the bias. I mean, all right. I say your team's gonna lose. You say mine. I got the Bucks winning. I got the Bucks winning. I got the Bucks. Bucks. And the Bucks week 16. Bucks. And I got the Falcons week 16. I got the Falcons playing smaller. I have the Bucks. Bucks. I don't know what on God Green's earth make y'all. I, I don't know. you think the Falcons gonna lose both in two and three weeks? They're gonna lose both? They lost both to you. John is a little tiebreaker. Shut up. Talk to John. John, make the right decision, bro. Uh, okay, we can switch it for you, John. We can give Atlanta the win at home if that makes you more comfortable. You know damn well we not finishing nah, no I, I think I think it'll be a split. You said you think oh God, we're gonna finish nine and seven. I bet right now. I bet right now. Y'all did lose to the five and seven bears. I will bet right now. We won five and seven when we lost. I will bet right now we don't finish no nine. Come on, bro. I'm trying not to curse, bro. I will bet right now. That's good enough to get in the offs, though. Y'all gonna make the offs? Bet me a meal. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be the Bucks. I mean, I think I'm gonna be uh, Come on, nine and seven. Crazy. If- uh, week 15, Vikings, Bears. I like the Vikings. <laughs> Vikings. Vikings. Then I, have, I like the Vikings with 17. Vikings. Well. Vikings. Um, Arizona. Oh, there's no point doing Arizona. It don't matter. They all yeah. cook. Oh, yeah. So They're there's no point in doing everybody else. So our NFC schedule, we have the Packers with a first round bye. The Saints, the 2C versus oh Bucks. Seahawks <laughs> versus Vikings. And Giants versus Rams. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Y'all tripping, bro. <laughs> That's the playoffs right there. That's everybody's doing except the Dolphins. Stupid. Nine and seven. Wait, we we got y'all the first. Hold yeah. on, we play y'all first. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Please check out like this. I would love to see the look on y'all. Y'all gonna go ten and six? We can play the Vikings ass. again. Y'all don't want to see neither one of them teams. <laughs> well, y'all y'all might want to see us, but y'all for sure don't want to see the Vikings. <laughs> For sure, you Christmas know you seen what you seen what old visible boy on Christmas Day, boy. You seen what Kirkio did, to y'all boys. Kirkio, don't even call him Kirk no more. <laughs> call him Kirkio. Kirkio. That boy said his dread swing like Wayne showed him his opponent. He ain't worried about y'all, boy. <laughs> you a fool. Uh, before we uh go to music, um. I would like to give out a public apology. I think I speak for uh, Demond and Jace when I say this, when I say we were off on Drew Locke. He's clearly not a dark horse MVP candidate. Um, I didn't think he would would be off this season like he is. Got COVID, close contact with COVID, got injured week two. So i like to apologize for Drew Locke. I still rock with him for doing the futsal shuffle, but he is not my favorite quarterback. Can you just admit one thing? You only picked him to be the MVP because you liked him in that video. <laughs> you the, just be honest. Talent. He has a talent. The, not, is he better than Gardner though? Yes, he's better. Than no, Gardner. he's not. I like that. I like that. That we can clarify that though, because y'all blasted me on here. Go look at the starting as a quarterback record. He's still. He's not better than that man. Is Gardner starting right now? Gardner's hurt, not benched. No, Gardner's trash. Mike Glenn looked better than Gardner. Benched, buddy. No, he got hurt. He was hurt, no. boy. Oh, yeah. And, Jake, and I, like hurt, Jake Lutt- I like Jake Ludden over Gardner. I do, too. No, Jake Ludden was not better than Gardner. Y'all boys tweaked out. I do. Hey, Jake Ludden was crazy. 
no cap. I'm not mad at myself. I picked the Patriots to win tonight. Tough. <laughs> it's nasty. Um, all right. Before we give it the music, I want to say shout out to the uh, what TV shows you guys been binging? Guys, what you been, been up to, guys? Uh, I've been watching South Park. From the first season, from the first season, I, mean, I started. I had started all the way. Uh, bring it all the way back. I've also been watching. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies on Netflix. That's what I've been watching. I ain't gonna care. Movies. Oh. What about you, Demon? Um, I'm gonna start the Mandalorian and Snowfall in the coming weeks. I'm gonna okay. start Snowfall too. I need to start oh, Snowfall is far. It's better than Power. I know you're gonna look at me like I'm crazy, but it's a hundred percent better than Power. I mean, okay. I, I told you I'd watch it, but I guess we'll see. You're giving it some high um, expectations. High praise, my brother. What about you, John? What you been up to, bud? All right, let me preface by saying the women on the show are extremely bad. All right, fine. Like, fine. With that being stated, I've been watching Girlfriends. All right? <laughs> on Girlfriends on Netflix. Yes, and I'll finish. Um, I'll pretty much finish. I'm like a season six, but I'm finna start um Daredevil recommended by Damar. Yeah, I'm gonna start that too. Uh I'm, I'm really just trying to, you know, just find some like weird stuff. Like while we're on the terms of the MCU, boy, we got some news, boy. Yes, we do. Fantastic four coming out. Well, that's not it. Oh, what's the news? So yeah, yeah. They have Fantastic Four has been um Confirmed. You also have Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, with your boy from Lovecraft Country. You call him Jameis. Um, Jonathan Majors. Yes, mm-hmm. he's been confirmed <laughs> to be casted for that. Um, and he will be playing Kang the Conqueror. Uh, I know nobody in here probably played the video game. He's. Uh, I know you're talking about Kurt. A, a Marvel villain. Uh, Christian Bale has been confirmed for Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, Groot is getting a TV series coming to Marvel Studios. I am Groot. I will so, watch that. Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a holiday special for 2022. Uh, Rhodey and um, the War Patriot is getting their own Marvel uh, Disney Plus series. Ironheart. Armor Wars. I think they're Armor Wars, right? Yeah. Ironheart, uh, Riri Williams, comic book character. Hopefully they cast her as the young black female playing uh, the next Tony Stark in the MCU. Samuel L. Jackson is getting... One of the best in, uh, Marvel comic storylines to come into fruition, Secret Invasion. That's the post-credit scene from Spider-Man when he was on the spaceship. That's like the outer space version of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they're going to be putting that into work. Moon Knight is like Marvel's Batman. They, um, I forget the actor that they have confirmed to be casting, but that's going to be a good series in my opinion. She-Hulk. Um, they were speculating that Ronda Rousey might be... Uh, what are you reading? Where are you getting this information from? It's all. Um, it all just got came out MCU direct and all that. Oh, okay. I'm listening the from the official Instagram page. What they oh, got gotcha. But um, Mark Ruffalo will return in the She-Hulk series. Um, Tatiana Maslany has been confirmed to play Jennifer Walters, aka She-Hulk, and they're bringing back Abomination from the first Hulk movie, so that will be connected. Oh, that's fine. Mar- Marvel conditioned us like Apple. We just we're dealing with this stuff. Jeremy Renner. I love it. The original Hawkeye will be training his daughter as the next Hawkeye in their series. And they confirmed Captain Marvel 2. Uh, 
They started filming Black Panther too. Yes, and they have confirmed that they will not be recasting uh, Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther, so they will keep him and integrate that into the story, which I feel like was a very good decision. Gotcha. Yeah. It'll be that. hard to replace him anyway, though. It would. It would. Thanks. Um, has anybody here watched The Queen's Gambit? Not yet. Try. Before we move off that, uh, y'all should go check out. They released like first trailers for Loki. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier series is coming out March 19th. Loki is coming May 2021. Uh, the What If animated series is coming summer 2021. And then, of course, WandaVision, they gave another look to that. That is coming out January 15th. That'll be the first thing to drop which people are connecting to the Spider-Man universe and that's how the Spider-Verse will be uh, created. And then the big three movies that they're saying will all be like connected to the next, uh, like they won't have any Avengers storylines in the coming years, but it's going to be like where everyone shows up will be WandaVision, not in her series, but like that's how the X-Men will be created. That's what people are saying in the different Spider-Verse timelines. Spider-Man 3 with all the crazy castings and then Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. They yeah, saying too far. They saying Deadpool could be like with Doctor Strange in Multiverse of Madness and being like the not the narrator. So that would be pretty dope. Gotcha. Yeah, that Spider Man three movie gonna do numbers. Oh yeah, yeah you go crazy. Uh, yeah, the Queen's Gambit movie about girl playing chess, dealing with issues. Well, people love it. They say it's the one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Like yeah, she just playing uh, chess off the perks, pretty much. I'll play it, bro. I'm on episode five, know. but I stopped watching. It got it's it take too long. Like it's it's slow. The pacing is slow. Like chess. Yeah, it it is a very <laughs> slow developing uh story. I couldn't get past episode three. Um, yeah, sorry. Yep. Didn't really catch my attention. But The Outsider, um, based off a of Stephen King novel, you guys should watch that on HBO Max. Very suspenseful. Great. You'd be scared? Uh, Not really. <laughs> but there is, uh, you know, it depends. Got you. Um, Any more TV shows? Because I got one more topic before music. I'm teasing music. I got one more topic before music. No more TV shows? Bet. Um, after our brother Nate Robinson failed to Jake Paul in round two of the fight, Floyd Money Mayweather decided to fight his older brother Logan Paul in a fight exhibition match. Um, to avenge our fallen brother Nate Robinson. So, well, you guys thought so? Huh? I thought he's fighting the person that he just fought. No, he's fighting his older brother. No, he's fighting his older brother Logan mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah, because Floyd pushed up on Jake and he called his big brother for him. He was like, I ain't fighting him. That's where no, he didn't say that. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But um, <laughs> I thought Logan Paul was fighting them too. They look the same, fighting. bro. I got some Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson. That's neither here nor there. The bigger issue is Floyd. I have a problem with Floyd taking this fight. I don't. I don't think because y'all some consider him the greatest boxer of all time. I feel like he should be above money grabs. Fighting Logan Paul for the attention and for the bag. Yes, yeah, easy bag. So what? But you are a celebrity. Uh, you are high. You are high profile. So a a like a list. Like, why are you doing this fighting a a YouTube uh star? I don't understand why he's doing it. But like you said, it's it's an easy bag, right, Jalen? 
Easy um, bag, bro. Easy money. That's my boy's uh, Floyd slogan. Uh, everything I love, I did not know there were two of them. <laughs> yeah. At first, I didn't know either. I didn't know either. I was like, oh, these are two different people. But, bro, Logan Paul, he like 6'2", 200. He'll like 5'8", 145. They almost look like twins. Why can't drop you, Jalen? Huh? He'll drop you? Drop me? <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Them boys be boxing. <laughs> I if I if it's a street fight, I got them. But if you talking about a boxing, I have no chance. <laughs> but if you want to take it to the streets, the streets, yeah, that's different than street fight. Yeah, I street fight. Was a street fight. <laughs> <laughs> you say he no. Will, he will put Logan Paul put him in the dirt. <laughs> 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 They're not even that far apart. Jake Paul 23 and no Logan Paul 25. Nah, if folks, could, but, like, if folks could pick Nate up, it'd be over. Oh, that's true. In a street fight. Yeah. Yeah. Over. If we put a hands and feet on him, Jalen. On oh, the street fight for sure. The boxing <laughs> ring, nah. It's not easy. Uh John, what you think about Floyd doing this, bro? Before he goes to music. You find final thoughts. Final thoughts. Floyd, uh, well, I'm obviously bored from quarantine and the COVID situation. And he gave money. I mean, why not? Why not make more money? It's an exhibition fight. It won't go on his personal record. He's gonna win. So I mean, I don't. I'm gonna watch because I probably won't have nothing else to do. So. All right. Exactly. Well, all right. Worst like case scenario. What if Logan beats Floyd? Logan's not beat. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet he won't do no more money grabs. <laughs> and no, I don't have a problem with the money grabs. But if somebody like, if it's easy money to be made, it's easy money to be made. Like, I don't know nobody who's turning down. That's like, okay, LeBron fifty, and let's say a young cat, whoever it is, coming up in the league, wanna wait. But oh, bro, play me one on one for fit thirty million dollars. You think LeBron gonna say no? But no. Floyd actually did this. He fought a 14-year-old in uh overseas like two years ago or last year. Yeah, the, the uh Japanese kid. Yeah, right? he fought a 14-year-old boy, like exhibition, and got paid for it. It was in Japan, right? I don't or I don't know it? where, but it was in Asia. I know that for sure. But it wasn't like, reported. It was. Like, yeah. this is I think it was like, an exhibition fight. <laughs> mm, yeah, I know that. Floyd gonna put that man out. Nah, I think my old man like knock a young dude out. Young, no, he's not gonna knock him out. He's gonna tire him out. He's gonna keep trying. Like the McGregor fight, they both just gone. Not Floyd. Floyd, Floyd could have been not McGregor out. That's yeah. what people don't realize. I know that. He I'm stretched saying. that fight. He definitely because he had him like literally like. Yeah, I don't think brother's gonna be able to touch Floyd. Same story we've seen. Yeah, he's not gonna hit him. He's not gonna be able to hit yeah. him. That's, that's, that's really what it's gonna be. I hope Fifty Cent narrator. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> 50 Cent Snoop Dogg narrating the fight with yeah, the Snoop Dogg to narrate. Oh Lord. <laughs> Cuz gotta keep his hands up. That ain't how player gonna win this fight, man. He got on basketball shoes. <laughs> yeah, that, bro, that is what he said. This is nasty. All yeah. right, cut Carter. I have I'm well, out I don't want to stop writing the music. I want to start it off with some entertainment. Jalen, oh, wow. Don't don't flash out like you always do. But and I do want to say, um, Friday starts. Somebody, time to time somebody had called. I'm bro. talking, and it's important. Shut up. I'm talking. 
Friday star Tommy Tiny Lister has passed away at the age of 62, known to us as Debo at the age of 62. He passed away today. Wow. So I want to start out with a moment of silence for him before I hop into entertainment and music. <laughs> Jay Dang, crazy, that's sad. Rest in peace. I didn't even know that. You interrupted me. I can't even be happy for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, like, now it at the beginning of the. Not, it, it, I saw it at the beginning of the podcast. But um, yeah, that's sad. I, that was sad to see. How he passed? They didn't say so. I ain't. You know, I didn't really get. <laughs> what? Oh. I know seven years ago today they, he released uh sneak, speaker lockers release lonely. I didn't know that. Top five speaker knockers. Anyway, uh not anyway, but let me go. The new music dropping tonight. Uh we get Kid Cuddy, Man on the Moon 3. So speaking of Man on the Moon 3, we're doing top five Kid Cuddy songs. So go ahead and get that ready. Yes, sir. Are, mm-hmm. are, you said top oh, yeah. three Cuddy songs? Top five Kid Cuddy songs. Oh, oh, Hey, hey, Demond, Disney must have heard us talking a uh, uh, smack about them. They releasing a Tiana series, Moana series, Baymax series. What the hell? Miss Marvel, yep. I didn't, there was a lot I didn't get to. And they, Star Wars, I'm sorry. I love Star Wars, but I know. No, you, you can keep that. But they're bringing I'm back up. boy to play Darth Vader, boy. All right, cut back back to you, the music. New music dropping tonight. Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon 3. Jack Harlow, that's what they all say. Mulatto, Queen of the South extended version. Mario Judah, whole lot of J. Judah. <laughs> but he, I guess it might not drop since Cardi is expected to finally release whole lot of red. We'll see. Don't um, bet your life on it. Reese LaFair, <laughs> Diva Volume 3, <laughs> Fetty Wap, you know the vibes. Fetty Wap, you know the vibes. Bia, for certain EP, Lil Loaded, Crip Tape. Hot Boy, Double O Baby. Hot Boy is that song, has a song with Lil Baby that's really, really, really good. Um, If you haven't heard it. And it's Hot Boy, H-O-T-B-O-I-I. Chance to rap with <clears> Jeremiah. <throat> Merry Christmas, Little Mama. Uh, One and two. Lucky, the world is Lucky's. If y'all listen to Lucky from Chicago. Bodie James, Real Bad Bodie. Kamaya, No Explanations. Toby Ngigwe, I hope I'm saying it right. Ngigwe. Um, Cinco Originals or Sync Originals. Um, That's supposed to release Monday. Uh, singles. We got Juice World and the Killer Roy reminds me of you. That's out now. We also have King Von and Funk Flex lurking. We have Big Head, Gunner and Book. Put that ish on. We have Russ Hard for me. We have her hold us together. We have Drewski Sleepy Hollow. I don't know if this is our. No, that's not the Drewski. Yeah, we listen to Drewski Sleepy Hollow and Chef G Twenty Twenty Vision. Um, and we have Fredo Bang featuring Sada Baby Big Stepper. Hey, that Fetty Wap. That's a that's a tape. Yes. <laughs> bro, Fetty is far, bro. I'm trying to tell y'all, dog. Y'all do the Fetty Wap. That's, that's, that give us hope. That was our uh, anthem in uh, college, freshman year of college. Everybody playing Fetty Wap. This came out this year. It is hard. Trap and B. I'm telling you, bro. Listen to it. It's far. It's only five songs. It's far. She my trap queen. She doing bang, go bang, bang. But y'all better hope that uh Man on the Moon ain't a ain't a flop. Cause I'm gonna be bad if it sounds anything like Speed and Bullet to uh, <laughs> uh Speed and Bullet to Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Like this again. Yeah, but that wasn't it. Yeah, I agree. But I, I thought we did talk five cutting songs before. I believe we did before I'm looking to see to clarify. Yep, we did do top five cutty. Um I don't know when we did it though. When I make it. No matter, let's run it back. Um, I'll go first. 
Top five Kid Cudi songs. Top five Kid Cudi songs. Top five Uncle Baby. Here are my honorable mentions. Cudi Zone, Marijuana, King Wizard, Balmain Jeans, Reborn. Number five on my list, I have Just As I Am. Number four I have on my list is Swim in the Light. Number three, Pursuit of Happiness. Number two, Higher. And number one, Mr. Rager. Gotcha, Mr. Very hard to beat. Baby, you ready, Damani? You on mute. I am. You've been good for that this episode. It's mm-hmm. so my top five kids study songs. Honorable mention, Teleport to Me off Wizard. Uh, number five, Red Eye off uh, Indicud. Um, number four, Mojo So Dope off Men, Men on the Moon 2. Uh, number three, Balmain Jeans, uh, Satellite Flight. Number two, Heart of a Lion off Men of the Moon 2, which is like top three album of mine at all time. And then Reborn, Kissy Ghost, Cuddy did his thing all time. Humming, you know the deal. Number one. Uh, John, you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, honorable mentions, me and Cuddy, a great list of mine. I have a lot of similars. Uh, afterwards, Bring Your Friends is my... Hey! Um, and so is Red Eye. My, hey! <laughs> my number five, bro, is Ballman Jeans. My number four is Immortal. Um, my number three is Evictum of Wizard. My mm. number my number two is uh, Reborn of KFC Ghost. And my number one is uh, Man on the Moon, of course, of Man on the Moon. Got you. I'm ready. I, here are my list of honorable mentions. I have Upper Room and Love Hard from Wizard. I have Soundtrack to My Life. Uh, girls and red eye, uh, and pursuit of happiness, as well as I like some of his features. Uh, I like his Welcome to Heartbreak feature, his feature off a of gorgeous Kanye West. He was on, he was featured on Ghost Town by Kanye West, and he was featured on uh, Stop Trying to Be God by uh, Travis Scott. All right, mm-hmm. number five, I have Reborn Kissy Ghost. Number four, I have Ball Man Jeans. Uh, number three, I have Afflictum off a of Wizard. Number two, I have Solo Dolo. And number one, I have uh, Erase Me featuring Kanye West. For me, I got three honorable mentions. Uh, Man on the Moon, off Man on the Moon. Um, I have The Dream Time Machine off of Wizard. I also have Teleport to Me, Jamie, off of Wizard. Um, number five, I got Reborn off KC Ghost. Number four, I got Red Eye featuring Hiam off of, um, what was that? Um, Indie Cut. Indie Cut. Indie Cut. Number, number three, I have Just What I Am featuring King Chip off Indie Cut. Number two, I have Cuddy Montage. And number one, I have Barman Jeans because I, on that album, I had, I didn't, like, it was, I really hated that album, but I loved that song. Like, and it stood out so long. And it, every, I, I could sing that song, like, to the day, like, play it all day. Man, I can't wait to go to a Cuddy concert, bro. Like, 2020, hey, 2021 could be the opportunity, bro. With my I'm going, man. bro. Still with my mask on though. Mask and vaccine. Man, ma- vaccine plus mask. Cause I ain't taking my mask, bro. I-, I don't think I'll ever go anywhere without a mask, bro. I'm sorry. Imagine him. Imagine him and Playboy Cardi on the same set. Oh my god. Uh, you gotta, <laughs> gotta let it go, bro. You gotta let it oh, go. Sam, <laughs> what's up with you? 
category, bro. Like you are so difficult. <laughs> I don't think y'all understand. <laughs> y'all lit is literally in my top five of all of albums of all time. For me personally. Top five what? Top five albums of all time. Dalit is that far. So I'm excited. Is Bruza, uh, is that a fucking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any news breaking? Boy, I said ever. Hey, I just read a quote by Paul George that said, I'm getting, I'm trying to get back to my elite status. I'm with my trainer that I'm with, uh, that I was with during my MVP season. I said, when have you ever had an MVP season? <laughs> Yeah, I was confused. No, it was 2018. Uh, okay, see, he was came in second, a third. I know, I know. Second most points in his career, uh, or yeah. I think that was his highest actually in his career. Yeah, 20. but it's the prince where they said my MVP season though. I know this is like he the way he said. It. I'm like, but you didn't win MVP. Like, <laughs> uh, you talking about when you almost won MVP? But he was behind James Harden though. Oh yeah, Cam Newton uh-huh. has been benched for Jared mm. Stidham. And they're losing 24-3 currently to the uh, LA Rams. They, they didn't bench him, bro. He he just he got they sat him because like they did too, bro. I think it's I think it's clear as day that uh, New England will find a new quarterback. Probably Jimmy Garoppolo, but they will look to find a quarterback elsewhere. You get a, and get an outside or Matt Ryan. You should have started Cam Akers, there. I know, bro. He did. I started him no, and I'm in my other league. I'm playing Demond, and we both got Cam Akers. And he said he wasn't starting them, so I was like, dang, I guess I'm not going to start him. But I should have started him. Yeah, I, I really didn't expect him to do nothing against New England defense, though. I didn't. I didn't expect him to be able to do it. Boy, I got like 16 points. He all Boy, I had, am I glad. He all I had in a bruiser league, though. He got 21 points. Boy, am I glad I avoided that. Oh, yeah. Glad I'm not playing Derrick. Jace is done. If I put up numbers, Jace is cooked. Jace is cooked. If my other dudes put up numbers, he's cooked. You're going to be sad with Derrick. Here we go crazy. My deep, my defense got thirty-one points, and Cam Makers got twenty-one. I ain't never had a running back give me that many points all season. Okay, Not Bro, you, you gonna he gonna be sad if Rodgers put up points against Detroit. Oh, and also DeAndre Swift against Green Bay. Oh, Chris Godwin against Minnesota. DK against the New York Giants. I mean Jets. DK to go Bro, have you stopped? Come on. What you said, John? Got- and even if DK and them losing, they'll let the DK catch a bomb for game at the end anyway. Exactly. Corey Davis. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jacksonville. oh, we didn't talk about that. Did y'all talk about Greg Williams? Oh, nah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. The Jets have no place on this podcast. Yeah, I know. They, 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 so they get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, fire Adam Gates. I'm sorry. Damn, bro. I was going through the fantasy playoff schedules and I, I went to go check where you was. <laughs> and this will conclude episode uh, 84 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to you on Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Beside, we got Mr. Johnny Mars. <laughs> Wait, what do you do? I missed it. I missed it. Diagonally, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cutthroat. Diagonally, we got uh, Mr. JB, Jalen Benjamin. Ooh. And uh, last but not least, we got my cousin, Mr. DeMar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thanks for tuning in, rocking with us. 84 episodes, uh, loaded episode predictions made, analysts given. You said what? Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Give me 84, you guys. Give me 84. Randy Moss. Chandler Sharp. Mm-hmm. Ah, good one. Cordero. Oh, John.
But he said, I heard John. Cordell, Cordell Patterson. Antonio Brown, the Steelers. He said Cordell Patterson. <laughs> right, he's a he's a pro bowler. <laughs> Tyler Higby. We, we out of here. No, he's <laughs> New Pack Life.